Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine, Google. Let's go, Tom. Big stepping through a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. This is the drill. Live and local. A look back, exciting day. A look ahead. To potentially life without Trevor on Sunday, we shall see. Interesting visit with Doc Kevin Murphy today. Let's kind of reacquaint ourselves with concussion protocol, what certain signs or symptoms might mean. The reality is about the loneliest job in sports is being Trevor Lawrence's backup. You don't play much. Let, let's hope, and I don't say this flippantly, but let's hope that Trevor's brain can bounce back as quickly as his bones and ligaments and cartilage have seemed to do in his uh, relatively short Jaguars career to this point. But the reality is you're always a snap away from your backup quarterback in this league. And have we ever had a year that is more directly exposed that credit the Houston Texans for going on the road last week, falling behind and winning at Tennessee with their backup quarterback, right? Case Keenum didn't play great. But they did enough, right? They rallied around their playoff hopes, quite frankly. They may not have C.J. Stroud again this week, um, also suffering from a concussion. No answers yet, though, from from downtown when it comes to Trevor. Um, but meanwhile, for C.J. Beathard, preparing as if he might have to start this week, Being my seventh year in the league, it's just had a lot of experience. Even, even the games where you know the, the starter isn't banged up or whatever, just preparing, like you know, you might have to go into the game. That's just kind of what you have to do. So at this point, it's really just just a mindset. Going into the game, something that CJ Beathard hadn't been asked to do much at all here, and that includes Trevor going down mid-game uh, a couple of times. But in three seasons or two, and you know, twelve games, thirteen games, uh, what, what, fourteen games, I guess this year. Um, here's the grand total, 21 completions in, uh, 27 attempts. Um, you know, you're looking at 140 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. That's what you're looking at in very, very limited action. He is only thrown 27 passes. 10 of those came against the Bengals at the end of the game and then into overtime. So uh, not saying that C.J. Beathard will be the guy this weekend, but uh, the possibility exists. If you're Doug Peterson, you know, you're balancing a lot of factors here. Um, you know, num- number one is following the protocol with, with Trevor, monitoring uh, that progress with the help of the, you know, the medical personnel over there. And, you know, it, it, in reality, in all seriousness, Making sure 16 is set for the long term. It's a tough decision. Um, the number one thing is making sure that he's he's 100% and he has been cleared, you know, by all the all the specialists. And then and then you have to make a decision as a team, you know, and and uh, and see where he's at too, you know. But um, it, it definitely, um, you know, makes it makes it harder, I guess. 
All right, so that's a little bit from Doug Peterson. You'll hear more coming up this hour. Interesting to see how this team uh, reacts to some urgency. Haven't had any urgency since the fourth quarter at, at Kansas City. I, I mean, season on the brink urgency. Certainly there's urgency in every, you know, every Sunday of an NFL season. But here we are now, 8-3 and three has uh, very quickly plummeted to 8-6. and six, And now you are in must-win territory. I mean, that's where we're at. This is must-win or give up control of the division. Man, it's a bad time for the pass game to be affected so much by injuries. A. Jones didn't practice yesterday. It, very, very doubtful he plays. We know that Christian Kirk is gone for the year. You know, it leaves Calvin Ridley and, and, and you know, a, a rookie, Parker Washington's going to have to step up. I mean, what what do you got at the wideout position right now, E.T., my man? Good morning. Morning, man. What hey, do we got, man? Remember there was a time where we were boasting and bragging about our wide receiver room? Like, like, like remember preseason? Gosh, it's going to be a tough <laughs> cut, right? Right. It's going to be a tough cut. Um, Elijah Cooks has gotten the call up. I've seen him running around on the field. That's about it. I saw one pass go skimming off his hands in the Bengals game, I believe it was. Maybe it was the Ravens game. But, I mean, what do we got at the wideout position, man? Evan Ingram. Yeah. We got a tight end, Evan Ingram. <laughs> well, we got Calvin Ridley. We got, we got Parker Washington. I mean, just like that. Boom, boom. Zay gone. Christian gone. And the Bucks. Uh, by the way, their pass defense is terrible. I think it's last in the league. Not a good week to, to a good time of the year to be apparently uh, short staffed. Which of these young receivers, if any, can step up, man? We got some serious um, depth chart differences. I, I mean, this uh, we're starting to take on the look of what the wide receiver core looked like in like 2018, 2019, just based on these injuries to Kirk and Jones. Again, uh, Jones is officially questionable. Uh, we got Agnew, I guess. Don't forget about Agnew, right? He's, yeah, yeah. But he seems more of like a, a piece, doesn't he, than a... Now, uh, like, he should have been a piece, but he's definitely like a, a go-to option for sure. Like, I'm just looking... This isn't the be-all, end-all. We know they're practice squad guys that can uh, move up and down, but I'm looking at just ESPN's depth chart of the receiver position. Uh, you got Ridley. And Washington at two of the receivers. Parker Washington, I'll remind you, is a rookie. Then you got Zay Jones, who's, you know, they say questionable. Boy, that's that's awful generous questionable right. designation. He didn't practice yesterday. I, you know, I, we got hamstring and knee now. Um, and that leaves behind you Elijah Cook, Tim Jones, Jamal Agnew. And so uh, Zay Jones is out. So really you're Ridley, Washington, Elijah Cook, or Tim Jones. With the other and Jamal Agnew coming in, you know, as part of the rotation. It's a, it, men got to step up. Is the trade deadline passed? Yeah, he's long gone. <laughs> you know, we drafted offensive pieces. We did, man. We took a tight end in round two. He's got about three catches all year. We took a running back in round three. He's got less than 100 yards, I bet. Yeah. Uh, Parker Washington a little deeper in the draft, but it's it, it's you know he's needed and and to Washington's credit made some plays had some mistakes as a rookie, but he's you know he's he's stepped up and made some plays. 
you know, hopefully there's a, a silver lining in these uh, some of these issues, and that is the playing time that Washington is getting and uh, some continued improvement, and hopefully uh, Zay Jones rounds back to uh, perfect health. Still got Walker Little and Ezra Cleveland limited in practice yesterday. Both played last week. I imagine they would this. Still waiting on Cam Robinson to come off the injured reserve list. And then on the defensive side of the ball, we're still in, you know, holding pattern with, with Tyson Campbell and Andre Sisco. I will remind you that the Bucks can light you up through the air if you're not careful. Baker Mayfield flashes that number one overall ceiling from time to time. Ask the Packers last week. Mayfield had the first perfect passer rating by an opposing quarterback in Lambeau Field history. That's big. That's a big. A lot of people done been through Lambeau. That's like three. He had like three hundred fifty yards and four touchdown passes. Mike Evans already over a thousand, having another career year. And and Godwin last week, I think, caught fourteen balls, over a hundred yards. They've been inconsistent. Good defenses have stifled them, but the Jags' defense, I don't think, right now, we can describe as good. We can't. They they have their moments. But over 60, okay. And, and parts of them is bad. I mean, their pass defense, I said Bucks were last. They're second to last. The difference is their guys are coming off a dominant offensive performance, and our guys have been spinning wheels now for a while. And, and it's a big and, we don't know about Trevor. Right. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. That's a big one. All right, I am not going to now all of a sudden posture myself as recruiting expert. I do think casually that if you go to, say, Rivals website and they list recruiting winners and losers and your team falls into the loser category, meanwhile, there's three or four of your conference opponents that are on the winner's side, while you fall on the loser's uh, category in the winners and losers column. And if you read any winners and losers from signing day column today, from rivals to 247 to on three to ESPN, to CBS, whatever it is you use, the Associated Press, for Pete's sake, can put out a winners and losers column from signing day, and the Florida Gators fall into the wrong column. I will just. Uh, hit the periphery for you, and then give you what could be, forget silver, a gold lining, a parachute, if as it were, for Billy Napier, perhaps. But first overall, just look, the Gators were as high as number two or three in the recruiting rankings, and the season kept going off the rails, and we all knew that the class would suffer just how much. Well, we found out yesterday. But as a guide, Florida since November, lost five ESPN 300 recruits, including two in the top 50. So the, the the prospects and the rankings that had pushed Florida so sky high have uh, drastically changed by close the business COB yesterday. Hicken begging for that fax machine. Uh, no, it was fax machines at, at other locales that went off too much yesterday. Let me read you just one perspective here. But this is this is the reality of Florida this morning. I told you winners and losers columns. I'm on the front page of ESPN.com. Not, not college football front page. 
Front page of ESPN.com. Big picture of Billy Napier's mug with the headline, Why Florida Faces Big Questions After Signing Day. More on that in a second. And the gold lining. Here's what Rivals writes about Florida. It was a tough day for for the Gators. Losing four-star receiver Isaiah Williams to Texas A&M, four-star defensive end Amaris Williams to Auburn, and four-star linebacker Darius Hayes to Miami. Uh, But there were also some considerable bright spots. The biggest of them being five-star quarterback DJ Lagway. Oh, there's that golden parachute. We'll hear from him in just a second, by the way. But Lagway stuck in the class, didn't flip to USC, landing four-star athlete Jaden Baugh, three-star Gregory Smith. Uh, shouldn't go unnoticed. They kept the defensive in uh, LJ McCray, which gives them two five-stars among their only 18 prospects. There is this. Florida's overall ranking, and they settled somewhere about 15th after being as high as two or three. But in parts because he didn't throw filler at you. He stuck with the 18 he's got. They're top-heavy. The, the average... Grade on the recruit is is high. It's up there with 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 the top classes. The difference is Georgia has twenty ESPN three hundred recruits for the second straight year. Twenty ESPN three and ESPN's not the the marker. Not saying it is, just a guidepost. Well, the dogs have the number one uh, class in the country again. The rich get richer. Alabama. One of the winners yesterday, flip guys, went all the way up to number two from five. Now, to a, a really, really big asterisk, and you almost feel like this is what it comes down to for Billy Napier. Napier's average recruiting ranking now in three years is 15th. He's been like 20, he's been like, you know, 18 the year he came in, then like 13 last year, and now like 15 or 16 this year. Some coaches can win with 15th. What we've seen on the sideline, on game day, inside the, the 60 minutes, doesn't, you know, hasn't presented a coach who's going to succeed outside his talent level. I think that's fair. So you can let feeling it all comes down, and it's, it's, it's a lot on one young man's shoulders. That young man is D.J. Lagway. They got the best quarterback in the country. So you got the best in the country, depending on the ranking. Don't quibble with me, gang. They put him in pro style, an athlete. But by you know all accounts, the cream of the crop at the most important position in football. We know what that can mean. Billy Napier better hope that D.J. Lagway can put a slumbering, stumbling program on his back, stay for three or four years and and captain his ship out of the, the rocks that has just been pounding the last two years. DJ Lagway, good pull here, by the way, on Hacker After Dark last night. Uh, like I said, you know, I just believe in what Coach Napier is uh, trying to build and I just, you know, I want to help him, you know. And I just like I just like everything about the University of Florida. You know, the fan base is amazing. You know, and, and all the other coaches. You know, coaches and staff like Coach O'Hare. You know, I feel like he's he's going to help develop me a lot, and I just can't wait to learn from him as well. Yeah, and my ink pen when that check I'm signing likes it too. <laughs> he did not uh, add. So uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's a it's a very very bright silver lining, but only if it's the kind of guy who completely changes the direction of your program. I do think for you Gator fans. Again, with my limited recruiting knowledge, but I follow it. 
it's a, it's a good top-heavy class if you hit on all those guys. What happens inevitably is, sure, there'll be four and five stars signing with all kinds of programs everywhere, and they'll be transferring in two years, man. It doesn't work. You know, the problem here is the urgency. It's like an NFL draft if you only have five picks instead of 14. You have five. You better make them count. And so Florida, for now, just sitting on 18. By the way, they added a, re- a transfer receiver from Wisconsin who ironically caught balls from Graham Mertz for three years. But you hope that the top, they all they all hit, they all stay. I mean, you, you could argue that two of Florida's best three or four overall players coming back next year have hit the road. Princely Yu makes it official with Ole Miss yesterday, still waiting on Trevor Etienne's destination. So that's the kind of state of things. The recruiting class, just like the seasons the last two years, took a tumble late. Took a tumble late. And I, I don't know how you can describe it as, even with Lagway, even with McCray, a couple of five stars, I don't know how you can spin it as anything other than disappointing. You're 15th with a coach who coaches like 50th. But, again, a, a quarterback can change everything. Can change, he can change everything. He can turn, he can turn uh, seven and five seasons into nine and three seasons. He can turn nine and three uh, seasons into 11 and one seasons. If he's the guy and they're not, you know, who knows? But just a fantastic high school quarterback, that's for sure. Meanwhile, boy, the hits keep coming for FSU. We left you yesterday. They were all, all the way up into the top five. Uh, K.J. Bolden, a five-star safety, flipped off of them to Georgia yesterday. Uh, and FSU is also listed here in the wrong side of the winners and losers column after what happened on signing day. About the Knowles, they write, Florida State missed on flipping five-star receiver Jeremiah Smith. And Probably finished third in that race. Five-star K.J. Bolden instead signed with Georgia. And five-star defensive end Armando Blunt flipped back to Miami. Uh, the Knowles did sign uh, to Naz White, added him, but uh, fell all the way to number 11 in rivals rankings. So from the top five down to number 11, losing a couple of uh, five-stars as uh, well. So, look, it, it, how do you coach him? You know, how do you coach him? Mike Norvell didn't go undefeated this year and in all – due respect, probably got robbed out of a playoff spot by having top three recruiting classes. There's different ways to do it. They haven't had that yet over in Tallahassee. They have nailed the transfer portal, and they've ridden Jordan uh, Travis's progression. By the way, it looks like DJ Uengalele from formerly Clemson, then Oregon State, looks like he's probably going to be FSU's next quarterback. How y'all with that, by the way, Noel Nation? Let's get back into our Jaguars and more when we return. You're listening to The Drill. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. Whether it's just general property maintenance or you have a a tree emergency, these guys are the best. You can trust my friends at Custom Tree Surgeons. So just remember, CustomTreeSurgeons.com. I thought it was interesting yesterday, Doug Peterson meeting the media. Listen, I'm not going to play everything he said about Trevor, keeping him the protocol, monitoring him. This thing is all, uh, you know, pretty obvious. Until you get to doctor's clearance, we'll have to wait and see. Now, we got Doc Kevin Murphy in studio with us today, so we'll revisit kind of what the concussion protocol entails, uh, what it is you're looking for. Again, I don't mean this to be gossipy, but I've had people, like, literally have seen. Jacksonville is such a great, small, big city. But I've had people who have seen Trevor driving a vehicle. <laughs> I'd say where we're at. That's our, that's our um, tabloid journalism here. Which, you know, and I'm curious with, with Doc, is that a sign of anything or no? 
And maybe it's not. Uh, Coach P yesterday saying Zay Jones continues week to week. Uh, Tyson Campbell and Andre Sisco limited in practice yesterday. Still wondering when uh, those guys might be able to come back. Ian and I were talking about the run game. And just, you know, ETN is still like third in fantasy points, fantasy running backs. Wow. Yeah. It don't seem like it when we're watching the game. Like right. Well, again, the, the, the times have changed. You're playing 17 games now, man. You can go out there and get 65 yards a game. You'll be a 1,000-yard rusher. But outside of ETN, man, they have got nothing. Again, we've used a, thir- a mid-round draft pick, third to fifth, uh, on a re- running back who's, who's given us nothing. Tank Bigsby, what were the numbers? 37 carries, 84 yards? 37 carries, 84 yards. That's terrible, Bigsby. dude. Third-round draft pick. That's just terrible. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. That's just, just, that's just not enough. Okay. And then Dearness Johnson, right? I mean, we see a sign, but you, now that you really think about it, it's mostly been in the screen game. Can I get his rushing totals? Thirty-six carries, one hundred and seven yards. I mean, what are we talking about here, bro? We got bros running in two, five, three a carry, man. Trevor is our second leading rusher. Yeah, four hundred something yards. What's ETN at now? You have him in front of you. Yeah. Uh, 229 carries, 837 yards for ETN. 63 carries for Trevor for 300 yards. What, what ETN's yard per carry? Is that now under four? 3.7. Yeah, man. It's just falling. Now, look. Trevor's Doug, at 4.8. Doug P., not ready to put it, you know, on the backs. And this is fair, man. The feet to the fire on this offensive line. I mean, come on, dudes. You big uglies need to get bigger and uglier these last three. The lack of consistent players, meaning the same guys in the same positions for the whole season, you know, um, same left guard, same left tackle, center guard, you know, that whole thing. There's just been, there's so much timing that goes on up front. And, you know, now we've introduced a new player, right, with Ezra, you know, to our scheme. Not a, not a, not a rookie, but a veteran player, but new to our scheme. And, Walker's playing, you know, guard. He's been tackle and he's bounced around. And it's hard for those guys to – it's like – it's kind of hard to get in a rhythm. Uh, well, that that's that's for sure. And also, it, it affects the rhythm of your passing game. You know, Doug P, you know, saying uh, how tough it is on Trevor when you can't run the football. A bottom line, there's a lot of ifs and ands and buts and what ofs and could ofs and missed field goal here and defensive laps there and turnover here and red zone failure there. I mean, we got a lot that we got to get figured out. Meanwhile, just figure out how to come on with more points in the Bucks. It's figuring out, you know, how to win, how to win a game right now. And, you know, it's, um, you know, everybody has to, pay attention to their job and just just do what they've been asked to do uh, coaches players um, you know we try to keep it simple so they can play and play fast somewhere somebody you know make a play like last week you know jank gets the interception but we don't capitalize as an offense type thing you know so sometimes it may not be pretty but if you can figure out a way to get it done you know it helps you um it, look he did compliment anton harrison i, I think that's fair i think harrison's having a decent enough year because we're not hearing his name a ton over the course of the season not a ton of, I don't know, I mean, he's had some, obviously, every tackle in the league does. We hear, I feel like we hear Walker Little, his name more when you know, he was playing. He do a little dive for me on the Google machine. Penalties assessed, like individual penalties. 
Like I'm thinking Harrison may be the least penalized guy on the offensive line. Maybe Fortner, kind of the center, doesn't get wrapped up in much. Doesn't block much either, apparently. But Harrison may be the, the least penalized on that offensive line. Point is, you haven't heard his name a lot, and Peterson did want to point out yesterday uh, that he's done a nice job as a rookie. They like the midseason acquisition of Ezra Cleveland. It's certainly come in handy with some of these, you know, offensive line issues. You know, I, I guess one of the things that's kind of frustrating at this point is, you know, we're we're late season, and it and it's still some of these same like procedural field awareness, you know, type types of penalties, you know, and turnovers, and not spiking when you should, and just 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 a calamity of things, including now missed field goals suddenly. Brandon McManus is far from. Uh, automatic, and you face the prospect now in Tampa of going in with your backup quarterback. It, again, we don't know yet, but here's Doug Peterson yesterday. 16, he cut 16. Um, we're, we're back into this storyline. We know now Doug Peterson was a lifelong backup in the NFL. CJ does a great job of preparation. You know, uh, he knows the situation. It's, it's the life of a backup. You know, um, spent eight years behind a guy that you never knew, you know, he gets hurt, but he always bounced back and seemed to play the next week, you know, and, and uh, so I get it. I mean, and it's tough, but um, the guys, the guys know and they prepare no differently. All right. C.J. Beathard met the media yesterday as well, says his week doesn't change. He knows what life as a backup in the NFL uh, is all about uh, offered kind of a short Trevor seems to be doing better uh, comment and meanwhile and this is probably as much mental as anything you certainly are getting more physical reps in the practice while Trevor isn't clear but you got to get ready to start you got to be able to do what Case Keenum did for the Texans last week you got to be able to do what Joe Flacco has done for the Browns y- you got to get ready to be the man if the case calls on Sunday Right now, I'm preparing as if I am going to be playing on Sunday. And then, you know, if tomorrow, Friday, whenever that day comes that he, he uh, clears it, then, you know, it's, it's, that's great news for us. So, uh, but right now, I'm, I'm preparing as if uh, I'll have to go Sunday and, and then uh, just see, you know, hopefully, you know, praying that he, he clears protocol by the end of the week. Yeah, again, lonely job being a backup to Trevor Lawrence. He has bounced back from every ailment he's had, but, you know, the brain and bones are two different things, as we know. And so I, I don't imagine that we're going to have any clarity, perhaps up until kickoff on Sunday. I mean, it kind of feels like that. I, you know, I don't know when the, quote, light goes off or what it is exactly. And, and again, it's a good day to revisit. You know, we talk about concussions more generically when there are other players around the league. But, man, when it's your starting quarterback coming down the tail stretch in a game that you have to win, yeah. Uh, shout out to the uh, text line this morning for uh, ba- basically starting my day calling me a liar. So I, I get this text as we're talking about uh, the, the signing day. And I get this text. So the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosure. Stop spreading false news, Jeff. I uh, love your show. It's my favorite. Okay, just stop there. But stop spreading a false narrative. And I said, so I say, which one? He goes, that Sunbelt Billy, his term, not mine, is on the front page of ESPN.com. Uh, which uh, I'm looking at my computer here, and there's there's Billy Napier's face, and it says, why Florida faces big questions after signing day. So uh, now that I've proven to be truthworthy, 
And I don't care what browser you're on and what it's showing. I'm talking about sitting here at my computer in the home office. I got Billy Napier on the front page. And the idea here is that Florida's recruiting efforts ended up way disappointing. They were up into the uh, top three. And then, by the way, my, my friend, quote, unquote, doubles down. Another browser ain't there sending me screenshots. So E.T. does me a solid. He screenshots my computer. And I just did it with, yeah, I made it up in Photoshop. Have a good one. <laughs> right. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, thankfully, I'm in such a good mood today, E. Dang. Not a good mood. Doesn't bother me. Christmas time is almost here. It is almost here. I'm off tomorrow. Merry Christmas to everyone out there, by the way. I was thinking about this, okay? Uh-huh. And I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll pass this along secular. I know people can kind of get up in their feelings if the topic of religion comes up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in sports, how we're always talking about, you know, Brady or Tiger or Jordan or LeBron. What, what do we call those guys? What do those guys get called? Athletes. Goat. Goat, goat right? Oh, yeah. The goat. You want to talk about the goat? You ready? Uh-huh. We use stats, right, to supplement all those dudes and why they're the GOAT, right? We, we do. You want to talk about the GOAT? Uh-huh. What year is it? 2023? Yeah. <laughs> it's GOAT year. Uh, when you – I know I'm saying this. When the entire calendar, when the years are marked by your birthday, you may be the GOAT. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for, for, forget where you'll be this Sunday. The fact that every check you sign with the date on it or the calendar you look at is referencing the dude that we're celebrating here over the weekend. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's a pretty goat-like stat. When the whole concept of time around the world um, is based on you. Yeah. Just one of the attributes of the goat, by the way. But I'll leave you to your own as you uh, celebrate the holiday season, the Christmas time. Uh, with you and your family. So uh, here it is, the front page story that really isn't there. I just lied about it. Siding day, 2023, recruiting winners missed opportunities. And then some focus on the dude uh, that they put on the front page, Billy Napier. He's got the screenshot to prove it. It's gone. But when it came to who missed out, here is what they write about Florida uh, from this perspective. By the way, round of applause for Miami. They're in that winner's category, baby. They shot all the way up to number three when all was said and done by some uh, measurements. Uh, I will uh, share with you this from ESPN.com and the front page a photo of Billy Napier that doesn't really exist anywhere but in my mind. While the Gators did hold on to DJ Lagway, who was being targeted by AM, Florida lost nine recruits through the entire process, including ESPN 300 Xavier Xavier Philsame, who flipped to Texas December 18th, number 42 overall, number two safety in the class. Also, uh, ESPN 300 running back Jarrett Gibson, the number 34 recruit, decommitted from Florida earlier in the process. Texas flipped a cornerback, Wardell Mack, from the Gators. He's number 263 overall. Florida lost five-star defensive lineman Jamonte Waller and four-star defensive end Amaris Williams. They both flipped to Auburn. Waller is number 19 overall, number four defensive end in the class. It's still a good haul for Florida, but it could have been a lot better. And the signing day process doesn't instill a lot of confidence given how many recruits almost flipped or considered flipping near the end. Of course, the one who didn't, uh, DJ Lagway, who happens to play the most important position in sports, is he going to be enough? Is, is he enough to like completely steer this ship out of the rocks? And we also have now this going to be interesting playing time dynamic next year. Graham Mertz stepped in pretty ably. He's announced he's returning. There's only one ball. So, and boy, we know how uh, college football players bowl like the wind. 
We've got a football fix. NFL news and notes when we return. Thursday night football tonight gives us a good one with playoff implications. So that and more. What a it, we it starts a big fun weekend with the way the Christmas holiday is 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 falling. Um, you know, we got football Saturday, Sunday, more than one game on Christmas Day, Monday, and it all starts tonight on Thursday. That and more NFL news, um, including what I thought was kind of a surprise roster move for the New York Jets. That and more with Football Fix. When we return, it's a custom tree surgeon's Thursday on the drill. We've gotten to the bottom of Photoshop Gate. We did. Yeah. Because after we talked about the thing, because the dude, you know, he looks, so, I, I say Billy Napier's on the front page. We're talking about Florida's, you know, failures on signing day. And then the dude says, ah, oh, you know, you're, you're spreading a false narrative. He sends me a screenshot of his ESPN and it's something else. And then he, uh, he pulls his up and it's basketball. And so, and and then we had on the text. I mean, some people say, "Oh yeah, I've got the same Photoshop, quote unquote, that you have," and they send in the Billy Napier. So I think it's your search history. I think what we what that's what we've determined. Like if I go to my phone and go on ESPN.com, and E, you saw it, I get Billy Napier on the front page. Mm-hmm. Uh, e on his phone gets what Kawhi Leonard or somebody. Yeah, I got some basketball. Yeah. So yeah, probably uh, speaks to the search history. I learned these things in 2023, almost 24. E, I don't know. Almost to another year, my man. I'm surprised yours is a baseball, but then I think about it, it ain't baseball season. Yeah. I didn't know. I, I knew it kind of cycled through. I mean, I know you can go on one time, go on 20 minutes later, it'll right. be something else. Yeah. But I, I I guess it's, yeah, I, we look at a lot of college football and stuff on this particular computer. And, and obviously my phone is all uh, gatored up. You know, follow Follow the struggles, see. you got to be able to follow the struggles. Uh, fire the band. we got a football fix. It's brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin. E, we got special visitors. In, I'm a man of the people, but I'm terrible with names. we got uh, we run got, them down for me. we got Mustafa. I knew that. Mustafa, I should have gone. we got the, the boss, Michelle, and Mr. Hashimi. Yeah. All right, well, there we go. Boom. They brought in food. Sitting in the bleachers. Oh, yeah. Some people call them the cheap seats. We call it the luxury box. <laughs> right? Sweet. Yeah. All right. Um, got a good one tonight in Thursday Night Football. Saints-Rams with big playoff implications. You know, if we go to the playoff standings right now in the uh, National Football League, we've told you how jumbled it is in both the AFC uh, and the NFC. Jags, by the way, holding tight at number four. Ooh, I need to win this week. But if you go over to the NFC, the Rams right now hold the seven spot at 7-7. Seven and seven. But you got the Seahawks 7-7, their opponent tonight, the New Orleans Saints, also 7-7. and Well, Sean McVay's done a great job with that team, hadn't he? I don't think anybody expected much of the Rams. They were, go find me somebody who had them over 500. We all picked them to be like last. You know what that dude has done, man? He, that guy, it, for all the high-flying nature of today's football, those chokers run the football. It does not matter. Did we talk about this yesterday a little bit? We did. It doesn't matter who they plug in there. You go back to Todd Gurley, and then just it don't it does it has not mattered. And this Kyler Williams cat has just been a godsend. He's only played half the year. He's up top five now in rushing in the in the NFL. So, Rams Saints tonight. It's a busy spread out weekend because of the holiday. Um, Saturday. There's uh, a couple of games. Bengals-Steelers, Bills-Chargers. The Steelers, buddy, they're uh, more on them in a second. They're they're making their last stand, aren't they? Meanwhile, Bengals have gotten hot with the, you know, one JB playing like the other. 
uh, Christmas Eve day. A reminder, we played a lot of 1 o'clock games this week, uh, this year. But this week, uh, the Jags and Bucks will play at uh, 4.05. So we get a late game this week. Well, we get a Saturday, uh, or rather a Sunday night game on the uh, NFL Network. And then we get three more games on Monday, Christmas Day. So full, fully stocked weekend when it comes to the NFL and the schedule coming up this weekend. The biggest game on the schedule is, man, I feel like we've had more games postured week to week as like a matchup of the two best teams. It's because it's, I guess, our thoughts on who the best teams are have varied greatly because teams will go on these three-game losing streaks that we talked about uh, yesterday. And a lot of the big-time favorites have done just that. But... I think right now most people would say that the Niners and the Ravens are the two best teams in football, and what do you know? They meet this week. Ravens playing the disrespect card. I think they're – they have, like, their lowest – you know, again, these are analytics. These aren't point spreads, but their lowest analytical – analytics percentage chance of winning ever with Lamar as a starter. Like, they've had worse odds when Lamar was out, and he has been. That's going to be interesting when to see how it plays out. What do y'all think, man? I got I got Lamar, and I got Jake Browning. Oof. I can't sit Lamar against, even against the Niners, right? I mean, there's also this argument. They're going to have to score more. There'll be more, you know, stat-padding opportunity perhaps in a game like this. I don't know. We shall see. But a big one coming up this weekend, Ravens and uh, 49ers. The NFL is upholding that regular season ban for uh, the dirtiest player in football, I guess you could say, DeMonte Casey of Pittsburgh. A regular season suspension uh, holds. Meanwhile, Steelers got their own issues. This this dude George Pickens is pain, isn't he? Yeah, he is. he's pouty. We've seen it happen on the field. He he gives up on plays. He did it again last week. He's uh, come under a fire there. And Mike Tomlin basically says he needs to grow up, but he's not taking the step of I don't know benching him. That's what happens when you're seven and seven and trying to preserve that streak. Tua basically spent some time yesterday proving how much he cares by screaming how much he doesn't care. It's kind of how I took the, you know, Tua, in in fairness to Tua, right? Oh, if Tyreek's not there, he's not this. If Waddle's not there, he's not this. It's everyone. It's never him, right? They finally recognize, you know, y'all write it. Y'all can go on your shows and say, you know, Tua's only good if if Tyreek's playing. And what would he be without Waddle? And if Mostert isn't running, Tua this, Tua, I don't care. As long as we're winning, y'all say what you want. I don't care, which also screams at the same time. I do care. Uh, the Jets, I don't. Strange to me, they activate Aaron Rodgers. I guess it's just to kind of get him in the framework of of their work weeks. I mean, I might close my eyes and ears if I'm Aaron Rodgers. The Jets, far from the you know symbol of doing it the right way. We'll just put it that way. That is a uh, football fix. You're welcome. It's brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers, uh, Mandarin, uh, now Orange Park, Home Life, Business Auto, Bundle. It's all there with Mandy and her dream team. Hick and Arrival more come your way next. Interesting visit with Doc Kevin Murphy today. Uh, let's kind of revisit the specifics of the concussion protocol, where things might stand with Trevor as he misses practice yesterday, or at least on a limited basis, and C.J. Beathard taking those first team reps. Back with more next. You're listening to 1010XL on 92.5 FM. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Yeah. You know! 
have some elves. Woo! <laughs> Santa has some elves. Good job, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle with the scream and then very rightly covering her ears. Woo! Happy Thursday. Yeah, there we go. Happy Thursday. You doing all right? Everything yeah. good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See what you've done? Oh, no. What started, have I created? You started an outbreak. All right. Well, thanks, all guys. All right. Nice to see y'all. That's it. That's your moment in now the sun. Now you get to go back over Back there. to the cheap seats with you. <laughs> I got to warm it up here. Yeah. E, what about that? You know it. Yeah, it's got a little hey. family time. Just a little family time. So. We've been doing this a long time. Yeah. That's the first, first ever. Yeah. Guest appearance. Guest appearance on the, on the entrance. Yeah. So congratulations. Yeah. Never been done before. Yeah, so we just evolved. The show just evolved. It, it did. And by the way, we also have a family in and the in the pop Said, his wife has a catering business, so we also got a bunch of food. Mm. So we got that going on. Life for is too. good. Me, huh? I'm in a good spot right now. Are you? I'm in a so good you're not, place. You're not a, a much of a cater recruit, Nick, then. Mm, I'm fine. Okay. I'm okay with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, all right. Okay. I got Two of the top ten players yes, in the did. country for a five and seven football team. Yeah, so. that's pretty good. That's pretty I'm good. I'm not. I'm not. But I you got, got the quarterback. That's the biggest. I hope gotta have hope, man. I don't like. I it. hear you. And I'm okay with you know. I'm, look, it's it is yeah. a story. There's a narrative yeah. there. They lost a lot of guys. But when you start rattling off running backs that I never heard of who committed in April and left in October, I it doesn't affect me. I look at the guys who are there, the guys who they brought in. If Miles Graham is Brandon Sprikes and DJ Lagway's Tim Tebow and sure and and LJ McCray is you're leaving, you know. you're leaving out one thing though Billy Napier is not Urban Meyer <laughs> that we do know yeah. but we'll see I think yeah. the reason that the recruit- I gotta have hope I'm yeah not, I'm not I, telling I, you I, uh, me I'm either. not going yeah. hey it's, I'm just I got if you. I don't have any hope I, okay. there's no point Fair enough that I, I gotta have something yeah. to get excited about the, no need for disclaimers and we all know what they are yeah right we know right. what the disclaimers are it's it, but to your point if you get two top ten players including what some would say the best quarterback back in the country and you're five and seven yeah I don't know if people know this but the Gators have lost three straight years and they lost their last five games there's going to be attrition not all of it not all of it was uh uh on the on the uh uh players doing either so keep an eye on the portal because intel tells me that and the intel that I got was spot on yesterday I had Chapman as the from Tulane as a D-line coach, McCray's papers were in. I don't know if he was building drama or what was going on there. Uh, those two were right. And the third thing I was told was, don't worry about uh, the li- – we got two really good linebackers. All right, so the one kid going to Miami, go ahead. That's fine. But the ki- but there may be a kid coming in the portal who's better than him that I'll, I'll be glad to take and be excited about if it occurs or when it occurs, I should say. So, again – Lots to climb over. Will he make it through a third year? I have no idea, you know. But I'll tell you this. If Lagway shows promise, and I assume that Lagway would get some reps next year, get some I, I guess time. it's been said that Lagway has said that that, that Mer- he knows that Merch has started. There'll be a package yeah. for him and that Merch has been great with him. Yeah. So Which is good. There's not this... You're not coming to town with these expectations of, you Listen, know. it's a different world now. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and, and the only thing I'll knock the media on in terms of coverage, and it happened all the last couple days, and it bothers me. Lagway never wavered. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like, and again, this is me as a fan, not as, but to actually lie about, well, I, you know, I, I'm hearing that, you know, Maybe somebody contacted him, although I don't know if you could contact him like yesterday or the day before. Maybe nobody cares anymore. But aren't there dead periods and such? 
So I don't know exactly how that works, but I know this. The kid walked out at 3.30 Central Time with orange and blue balloons. He had already signed. And from what I understand, listen, I don't know how the NIL works, but he's been committed to Florida for a long time because of various reasons, including financial, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I do know what so, you mean. I, I, I don't know where this whole he's going to go to, he may not. Well, that's just typical. Just, I'm sure that's everywhere. Yeah, I guess. But I don't I don't. Well, I don't like, like FSU, we said that, like and it. they did. Well, one of them left. Yeah, they fell from 3 to 11. It was a – or 5 to 11. It was depending. I, yeah, again. Don't hold me to numbers. The bottom line is – and then and I also – The surger was Miami. They uh, ended up the, the win. Miami was more, the winner. I'll give you one more that annoys me. And, and, and so, again, I say all this knowing that Billy Napier is on – it's it got a tough road to hoe, man. He's got a tough road to hoe. But understand this. He's a coach better. Understand this. The day he gets fired, he's got a little tiny bit of leverage now because the day he gets fired, then all the current guys, bye-bye DJ yeah. if he's good. You know, so. Well, if he's good, then maybe he won't get fired. Yeah. He, getting that guy, that's the most important piece I'd rather that have, you've had I, since I, Tim Tebow. I'm to the point, Dan, where I really... You know, I really believe that this this problem is bigger than Billy Napier. It's the athletics director, Scott Strickland, yeah. and his motive. I don't know how he motivates his employees, but at the end of the day, Billy Napier is his most important employee. Mm-hmm. He's like the owner of the company, and he's got a CEO who's underperforming. Do you, are you do, what are you doing behind the scenes? I mean, there's yeah. got to be something yeah. with some urgency, and this guy just, I don't know. Well, um, so, we'll, again, we'll see. Oh, I should tell you this. The other thing I don't like, and this wasn't all his fault. Some of these journalists, man, so-called. This guy puts up a comparison with Napier and Mullen. Just the numbers. Again, it's kind of like putting up Trevor and Daniel Jones. It's just silliness. It's just dumb. It's a whole different world of recruiting now. And then Dan Mullen dares to respond, wish I had those facilities. (laughs) Dan, come on, man. And by the way, if you don't think, and I can give you the names of the kids who never stepped onto the UF campus, who on signing day, Mullen would add four or five of them, knowing they would never come there to boost the number. And Billy Napier could have went and signed six three-stars, six more three-stars, and finished top ten if he wanted to. Uh, but he chose not to. I like the quality, not quantity, if he hits the portal hard, which... I'm assuming he's going to do. He's now up to four. He added a receiver from Wisconsin who had his best year with Graham Mertz. So, uh, again, it ain't all wine and roses. Uh, well, I it's a at, long, gigantic he, he, abyss to climb out of. But it's. I kind of feel like sometimes, man, there's some unfair shots being taken on the guy. He 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 had to make changes on the defense because there was dis, disharmony in the defensive coaching staff. And so he had to get rid of two guys. He's now got his two guys in. Everybody was taught, not everybody, but we've watched Florida players bounce off guys when they go to hit. You wonder, well, what? Are they changed him, by the way? They've changed out the strength coach. They all say that the reports are that Willie Korn is coming as the OC. Um, So, I mean, Tulane? Liberty. Liberty. So, uh, he recognizes the things that need to be fixed. It's not going to, I'm just going to, again, in my hope world, I'm just going to, the 13 true freshmen who played, take a big jump next year and are better football players because they understand now more what they're trying to do. Will, uh, ETN is, well, he hasn't signed anywhere yet, but he's left. Okay, well, they got two running backs. They had a, they got a kid yesterday who could have went to Alabama or Florida, the kid who decommitted from Arkansas. So, yeah. I, you know, 
it ain't it ain't great, but I but recruiting is just a, can make it great. Recruit, recruiting is just a part of the thing. That's not why I would this this, ar, this not argument. This conversation would go down a lot easier for me if we're having it after year one. My yeah. problem is at the end of year two, we're still making same yeah. gaffy dumb things yeah. that we did year one. So that that's and again, I, I, I don't I mean to put a disclaimer as far no. as the recruiting goes. I I think you hit it. it it's all about DJ Lagway. Yeah. He has got 100%. to be Heisman Trophy good. He's got to be a guy listen, who completely changes your pro. And and it won't happen in year one, but by year two. Yeah. And listen, by the way, he may be Heisman Trophy good, and he may accept that trophy somewhere else, like all the last few Heisman Trophy winners. Yeah. You know. I mean, Jaden Daniels accepted a Heisman Trophy winner at his second school. Mm. Joe Burrow accepted his Heisman Trophy at his yeah, second school. Uh, Caleb Williams accepted his Heisman Trophy at his second school. Yeah. I mean, this recruiting stuff is is beyond ridiculous. It's 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 terrible. What's now, the latest on your guy Eddie O? When, when are we getting him? We're not getting Eddie O. That's too bad. I tried to decide not to go Tigers. That's too bad. Yeah. Um, I saw one. I, we should. You know, what we can do. We uh-huh. can do. I'll we can we, <laughs> we can cracking myself up I don't do this all tell them about it Jojo I was, so, I was hopeful though we will don't <laughs> kid yourself I was hopeful. a little bit later we can um re- reconstitute the interview and where it went wrong and I'll I'll be Billy Napier and you be Eddie O. We okay. can listen oh, yeah. in on on just how exactly the didn't go right. The interview went wrong and why it he's not, not there. Right. Yeah, we've got excluding hidden audio. Yeah. of Billy Napier interviewing Eddie O. So that's coming up a little later. Okay, well that'll that be was fun. good. I uh, locally a lot of congratulations again to what used to be college football. It was signing day. Yeah, now it's semi pro. Yeah, and hopefully a lot of kids locally were able to uh, got some good money and stuff. But I saw a story that. It was terrific on a local level, and I just wanted to mention it. And I saw it from Clayton Freeman, who you know I always rave about. I think he's the hardest working sports guy in town by far. Right? I mean, this guy goes goes everywhere, and I want to. I'm trying to find it real quick. And a lot of guys signing, et cetera. And I think it's great. But there was a kid, and we had him on on the Lockett Law High School Report at some point this year. Do you remember the two kids who were going to Penn State? Yeah, from Mandarin. Right. Yep. Right. You remember those guys? Yeah. Okay, so one of them, gosh, I'm trying to find it here. All right, one of them's last name, uh, 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 John Mitchell was one of the kids, okay? And so Clayton put this picture out, and I did not know this, and shame on me for not knowing it, but you want to talk about a, a football family? Check this guy out, okay? So John Mitchell's Mandarin High School senior. He's going to, going to Penn State. Okay. Kudos, congrats, man. That's awesome. Uh, his brother, Nick... Um, well, he plays at Mississippi State. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Pre- pretty successful so far. Yeah. Uh, another brother, Chris, headed to Notre Dame via the transfer portal. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> oldest, a- brother Just- <coughs> oldest brother, Justin, former Harvard defensive lineman. Okay. Mitchell family is underachieving Holy over smokes, there in Mandarin. man. Who are these Mitchells? Do they all go to Mandarin? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? No one knows. Nobody Mandarin knows. themselves do but not know. But I know this. I sure would like to have the Mitchells on my team. Yeah. I mean, I got a Harvard kid, spot. Mississippi State, yeah. Notre Dame, and Penn State. Yeah, pretty good. Bad gummy. I mean, can I just get Ryder to give me a call? I mean, that's the. <laughs> I mean, I'll take Wittenberg. Just give me something. <laughs> Colgate. <laughs> Colgate. <laughs> Toothpaste. Crest. Wow. I mean, that was. That was well, I, I saw uh, that e, and I was like, e, holy e, smokes. You got those. You got those. Uh, 
penalty statistics from the Jaguars offensive line. Yeah, I saying, do. <laughs> I think Doug Peterson is at least to the point of admitting publicly that the O-line is, you know, underperforming and that the run game's inability to get going is just seeping through the entirety of the team and it, it affects all the issues, whether it's down and distance, red zone, third down, passing game. And and he now he puts part of it on the inconsistencies on the line. I think that's fair, the incontinuity mm-hmm. of, of people just, you know, missing time left and right. Nobody, it seems, uh, completely healthy. And then, you know, he also said that he thought Anton Harrison was doing a pretty good job as a rookie. And then I started thinking, you know, how do we, like, rank rookies a lot of the time? Isn't it by the number of times we hear his name called? And then I wondered, would you think that Anton Harrison is the least penalized offensive lineman? For our team? Yeah. I don't remember him getting a ton of – I mean, he's had some. Don't get me some, wrong. Some, but not, yeah, he'd be up there. Right. What What do you got, E? What are the penalty flags called on the Jags' offensive lineman? All right. Well, the leading – uh, Here it uh, comes. Here comes is, my uh, insight. Walker Little. Okay, so it's not Harrison. Okay. Seven. Okay. Seven, okay. Right behind him is Brandon Sheriff, okay. six. Okay. Maybe and, he's trying to help Harrison on that side, but anyway. Anton Harris and uh, Luke Fortner is tied with four. Okay. okay. So not a ton, you yeah. know, to be that's, – that's a lot. No false starts, not a lot of holds. I yeah. mean – We've seen rookies have four holding calls in a game. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, and he's gone against some 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 bad Boys. A's now. Yeah. He, he's got a lot less than the guy he replaced. For sure. <laughs> so, yeah, he leads. Oh, I yeah. think Juwan Taylor like leads the league in, in penalty. So, you know, look, we, we don't know with Trevor. I, I do we we talk about concussions generically a lot with Doc Murphy, but now that it's our guy and we're three days away, it'll be good to revisit kind of the protocol with, with Doc. Um, you know, just what it is you're looking for and where you have to get to. Here's our one-to-one financial poll question today. For the third time this season, will Trevor play on Sunday? And the cho- you only get three choices. Of course, he never misses. He's going to miss his first game, or I have no idea. If it were a, <laughs> if it were a knee or an ankle or a ligament or a bone, if it was a cartilage or meniscus yeah. or you know soft tissue itch, uh, injury, I would say yes. But I yeah. just you know the the, the concussion is just so <clears throat> nebulous. He was, he was in the building yesterday, but he did not practice. Okay. I think today, if you see him on the practice field and he's limited, that's a really good sign. Again, again, the other thing is you can have setbacks, too, during the week when you just had a concussion. We don't know how severe it is. It was clearly – we don't even know where it occurred. Yeah, there's speculation. I I, I think – Doug thinks it happened on that scramble late. I, I think, think it, it happened da- when he got tossed off the yeah. off the carpet like yeah. a, like a like a and, rag doll. And and if you're the Jags, you have to say you think it's late because the rag doll carpeting happened again. But there are a in, lot of time left. But there is an independent doctor. He yeah, showed no fair. signs. So I mean, he either he hit it well or it was it it. And I'm going to ask Doc this, but I'm assuming you can take a shot to the head, shake your head, and then continue on, and then maybe feel bad later. So I don't know. Uh, we have over 300 votes at Dan Hicken. Of course, never misses 40%. Going to miss his first one, 34.7%. I have no idea, 246 which really, I guess, is the right well, there, answer. That's but, what everyone's answer should but no, be. But no, Yeah, but it's, it's, it's interesting to speculate. Like I said, in the building, they don't talk much about it. I don't know how far along he is. Hopefully, he's through a couple. There's, we, we chronicled the five different steps. Uh, hopefully, he's passed a couple of them already. If he's not, then he probably won't play. Um, C.J. Beathard knows what he has to go through to, to prepare. So, Loneliest job in sports is being Trevor Lawrence's backup. C.J. Beathard's thrown like 20 passes in three years here. And listen, I'm going to tell you guys this. 100% you're rooting for Trevor to play Sunday. C.J. Beathard's a good backup. 
He's got two wins in like 12 starts. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's uh, Case Keenum took the Texans into Tennessee correct. and won. That's mm-hmm. no less a challenge than going into Tampa and winning. So, you know, if you're up, then you better you better come through. Yeah. That's and the, what you're and, supposed and, to do. And it's hard this because, is, listen, Hick, this this receiving core that we had three good options. Decimated. And do you remember back in training camp, he brought up a good point. Mm-hmm. Remember how we were bemoaning, guys, we're going to have to cut a good player. Yeah. Which of these three guys do we keep? Yeah, let's not. Uh, real answer, none. Yeah. We should have had four different ones in there. Let's again. We got Parker Washington, a rookie, as our second receiver, dude. I know. How many times? Well, I mean, unless you Kevin Agnew. Ingram. Evan Ingram. Well, he's a tight end, but yeah. Yeah, but he's gay. He's, yeah, he's, no, I hear you, but I'm, have talking catch, about, I'm talking about receivers, though. He's going to have to catch 15 balls on, on Sunday. Um, yeah, the, the you know, <laughs> tra- that's training camp fodder. Yeah, for sure. That the boys fall for every year. I mean, Elijah Cooks is making plays left and right in the preseason. He's the only thing I've seen him do is to watch a couple balls skim off his hands. That, and then uh, there's a, some dude on the practice squad. I can't remember his name anymore. He was around for a while. I don't. Tim he, Jones made it. And Tim he's Jones. Not, he's been on the roster pretty much all year, even yeah. before those injuries. Yeah. Hadn't done much. Yeah. yeah. Just. Uh, yeah, I hope on Parker Washington's continued development. For in fairness, he's made a couple plays. Yeah. As we had to break, did <clears throat> we did talk about the the. Best play made last week, right? By the Jaguars. Oh, we didn't talk about it on air. We but didn't. You're right. That probably, Am I right? You are right. I saw okay. it on Twitter. Yeah, it's Daniel, uh, Daniel Thomas. Oh, yeah. You want to know why Daniel Thomas? The, the punt coverage. Yeah, yeah, go to social media if you want to know why Daniel yeah. Thomas has a job here because he's been here a few years, and that's exactly why. And it's not like that's the first time he ever did that. The but speed it was, he showed closing was unbelievable. I mean, Daniel Thomas is a gunner on punt, which means he lines up. Sometimes they put two guys around him to in this case they did knock him down. And uh, Logan Cook was, was booting the ball from Left to right. his goal line. Yeah. Uh, from yeah, the back angling of the end it zone. toward the right sideline, so he hits a really good kick. But Daniel Thomas is fighting these two guys down the whole way, fighting man. them, and he unbelievably, um, unbelievably made. He splits got, the defenders split at the last minute, yeah. and then just shot to the right and yeah. tackled the guy immediately. I think those defenders thought that they had let him go far enough, and that the punt returner would be by him, and they and. But you won't talk like he got knocked out of bounds. He yeah. ran up the sideline. He cut. Yeah. He veered between them a couple of times. It is. It a, was a legit I, fight. I noticed moment. that. I'll tell you how good a play it was. Yeah. <clears throat> I noticed the play watching. Uh, you know, watch when they showed the replay. Watching the game that, to the point that I called Mrs. P to come in. Honey, you got to come see this play. Right. <laughs> he and did. She it. was impressed. Right. He, he ran down the field. Two guys. He went out of bounds. He went around them. He went back through them and tackled the guy at the forty-two. Just go run. From the goal line to the other 40-yard line. Run 60 yards. Now go with two guys pushing you and plodding you and fighting you. And then make a tackle. It was a great play. It was the best play of the night. And we need that on Sunday. That mentality. That We dog. need guys to step up and make yeah. those type of plays especially if C.J. Beathard is, is, is the quarterback. All so, right, when we come back for the 10-minute uh, drill, mm-hmm. I, is this the most... And I'll ask y'all, and I know we have a tendency, especially in this business, and part of it you have to be, is you just kind of go year to year. Everything seems like it's the biggest, the best, the first, the last, the worst. Mm-hmm. Do you remember an MVP race more murkier than this one this late in the year? No. Yeah, I don't either. Let's kind of sift through some of the, the, you know, I think we, in our minds, dismiss certain names when we hear them. Yeah. But then when you really look at their case, perhaps we shouldn't. This 
This is starting to stack up like one of those Heisman years where you just can't decide between three or four guys. I don't have a vote in the MVP race. You don't? Well, that's too bad. Maybe we can Disappointed. get Maybe we can get you one. Where do I apply? Uh, somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Dear. Who was who that dude used to be Writers NFL guys. media? Greg uh, Aiello. Maybe, maybe was Greg that his Aiello. name? Way back in the day? Talk to Greg. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with a 10-minute drill. It is a custom Tree Surgeons Thursday here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, sports concepts and rationalizations coming your way. We call it the 10-minute drill. We do it each and every day. And at the end of the drill, he likes to hand out what he terms, E, what do you call that? A little razzle-dazzle. <laughs> and what is that today? Uh, we got a $25 gift card to Bellwether, downtown. Best restaurant. Mm. It's all a part of Tenton XL Holiday Gift Guide. Head over to TensonXL.com for more great gift ideas. All right. So there you go. So uh, a lot going on in the world of sports. Obviously, we focus in on the NFL. We got a game tonight with playoff implications. I think they're two seven and seven teams, if I'm not mistaken. Should be a good one. Saints and the Rams. Somewhere Al Michaels uh thanks, thanks the good Lord above for having a game like that so he can be happy and not be such a Grinch uh, as he normally is. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that, that'll be interesting to see. Um, look, we're headed towards the offseason now. We're, we're kind of into the haves and have-nots, teams that have been eliminated. But there are also teams that <clears throat> not are – Not as many this year. No, no. Every, I mean, a lot of 6-8 and eight to 8-6. Eight and six. Yes. I mean, well, 20 of them. That's Pete Rozelle's dream. Yeah. And he's accomplished that yeah. from wherever. But, you know, the, the, the Patriots and the Jets – they're done, and the Titans are eliminated, and the I don't know the Chargers officially eliminated. I think they might as well be. They're five and nine, right? I think they are officially eliminated, mm-hmm. actually. But you're right; those are really the only. The Raiders are six and eight, and then in the NFC, the Commanders are gone, the Giants are gone, the Bears are gone, the uh, Carolina is certainly gone, Arizona gone. But that's that's about it. Yeah, so it's not. It's a, you're right; it's more of a handful than. We're 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 down to that borrowed time coming to an end for some teams this week. Yeah. Those six and eights if they lose this yeah. week, and I really the Falcons are one of those. And if you're and if you're seven and seven and you fall to seven and eight, that one too. You probably won't. You won't be mathematically, but, but you'll yeah, be it'll in take a long, But if there were ever a, a year that you needed a long list to check off, mm-hmm. this might be the one. I mean, teams are so up and down. Look at the Bucks. They had a four game losing streak earlier this year. Lost at home to the Falcons. They barely beat the Panthers. I mean, it's just. And look at us. Well, you can, and, and in the NFL, <laughs> and this is true every year, but if you go look at whom beat, who beat whom, you could get, uh, yeah. You can play that game. Carolina beat San Francisco down to. Yeah, Carolina beat San Francisco. Correct. I mean, you can. You can, you can yeah. literally uh, yeah. step it, step it off that. And yeah. that's the NFL, and that's Correct. the parity. That's why but, you better be ready. The one thing that gives me a little co- uh, consolation going t- into Tampa this weekend is whatever you want to say about our team. Uh-huh. Other than the Houston game at home, and that yeah. that was kind of just a, a, I don't know, just wasn't a good vibe yeah. coming off of Kansas City. We took that one for granted. Other than that, mm-hmm. we've won our middleweight matchups. Yeah. We've beaten those, the the Saints and the Falcons and the Steelers and the, you know, those yeah. barely, you know, the Colts. We've beaten twice. They're eight and six. So, <clears throat> now granted, we did a lot of that at full strength, something we certainly aren't now. I'm worried about that Bucks pass offense against a a Jaguars pass defense that just gives up a punch. I listen. This is what I need this weekend, and again, there are no more excuses. You know, I need our Super Bowl winning coach come up with something. Come up with a plan that is going to allow us to beat 
an average team. You almost have, if you're Doug Peterson too, when it's, when it, when it, when it's, and this may lead to some of these decisions that he makes aggressively that we don't always agree with. Mm-hmm. But if you're Doug Peterson, you're to the point now, you almost have to just, just, just write into your plan. They're going to, you know, turn it over twice. They're going to, yeah. they're going to be forced into field goals twice, you know. You know, it, you know, it must be hard for Doug Peterson because he's such an aggressive dude. And, you know, you know, I know, we all know, we've watched him now for, gosh, what, 17, 18, and then, there are, you know, 32 Enough. games, right? It's on the other side of the 50, and it's fourth and short. He's going for it. Yeah. But what must drive him nuts is he knows he has to go for it without running it. Yeah. He's got to throw a slant, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, you, gotta, yeah, you, you bring so much else yeah. into it at he that point. He can't trust his interior offensive line to push. It feels like this. It feels like <laughs> if the NFL were college football, yeah. that Travis Etienne might follow his brother. I'm going to go find somewhere where they can block. I'm going to the portal. I'm going into the portal. I'm going to go play for, you know, the Steelers. I'll probably be pretty good for oh, them. They're not God. blocking either. That's the wrong. Yeah. Um, Doc inspired me on that. And yeah, not so much. Yeah. All right. Um, no margin for error anymore, though. No like margin for error. Out I, all week. I said this, and, and spare me, you know, week three urgency at home or the Niners. This is the first urgency we've had since the second half of the there's Chiefs no, game. Dan. There's no, yeah. The second half of the Chiefs game in the playoffs. Not this year. It's the first urgency that this football team is being forced to play with since the season was on the brink at the end of the playoffs last year. And, and, and simply because they have been in control of the AFC South since Josh Allen scored that touchdown against the Titans. And one of the things I bemoan is the lack of clean football. And so D-Rock did a dive, and so I'll give some of his numbers because they're right there in front of me, and, and we need to understand this when I talk about clean football. 13 offensive penalties accepted, a league-high eight false starts in the last three weeks. That's not clean football. No, there's a lot Only of Only one examples. team has more offensive penalties accepted in that band. They've also turned the ball over six times. Three interceptions and two fumbles by Trev. Unforced errors. Those are death in the NFL. I and mean, our quarterback has too many of those. Since, to to since the detractors, the, there are certainly yeah. some some valid points. That's there one is of no them. statistic more <clears throat> tried and true than winning the turnover battle. Typically. And when you lose a turnover battle, and by the way, there were some times this year, go back to the yeah. Saints and the Steelers. Yeah, and yeah. I think we turned it over. Defied the odds. Yes. Because early in the year, we were winning the turnover battle and winning the game. Correct. And then we started losing the turnover still battle. still won. And still won. And now no. Now yeah. neither. And, but here's what's all. The, it just, ETN has not gotten going all year. He's got 100-yard game now. Yeah. One. That's it. Yeah. He's, you know. what? What's his longest run? Now, he had the p- catch against Pittsburgh. Yeah. But what's I, his I don't, lo- I don't know. 40 long- yards, maybe? Do you remember a 40-yarder? I, it seems like that Buffalo game, he he busted the one. That, I mean, he had 150-something yards against the Bills. Yeah, and again, I don't think. And I don't know, maybe as I'm long. I'm not blaming him either. No, I'm not either. Yeah. It's clear what his talent level is. We've seen it. The O-line is just, it's been miserably bad. It's just been miserably bad. And 35 yards is his long yeah. run. Yeah. So, somebody had sent yards. in a text earlier. I don't know what all these terms mean, but I'm assuming they're not good. Yeah. But. Uh, like the ja- uh, when it comes to uh, uh, to the offense and the yeah. ineffectiveness, mm-hmm. they're 31st in EPA lost on drop passes. Oh, yeah, EPA? Well, I think EPA is your expected production. 
like what you should get. In other words, if Trevor Lawrence goes back to pass Uh and Christian Kirk is wide open on a post and he drops the ball into his arms and it's going to be a 60-yard touchdown and he misses it, that hurts your EPA. That's expected production. Mm -hmm. Nothing Mm -hmm. outside. It's not a a diving catch in the corner of the end zone. 31st on drop passes, 30th when it comes to uh, lost on fumbles, 31st on wide receiver and tight end screens, and 30th uh, gained on run plays. I mean, we are last or or, or next to last or third to last mm-hmm. in like four crucial key offensive categories. And I would say like in, uh, <clears throat> explosive plays. We, it all goes to, and We to don't me, have any of those. That all goes to the line. Yeah. And I'll also say this again, and I don't say this in protection of Trevor Lawrence. He doesn't need mine. Mm-hmm. He's on firm footing with the organization. I think they believe in him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't want to take away from guys that had career years, but, you know, uh, I, I think in fairness, it should be at least pointed out or the possibility broached that, you know, Evan Ingram and Chris, Christian Kirk and Zay Jones are having career years because of Trevor also, not just yeah. to, to, to supplement him. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I, so anyway, I, it, it, and now I bring that up now because now we are bereft of weapons, my brother. Bereft. I mean, and it feels like you need to go beat. It feels it feels like you need need to go beat Tampa seventeen thirteen, and at the same time, it doesn't feel like this Jaguars team is holding anyone to thirteen. <sighs> ah, all right, good, good yet uplifting all, segment. Well, yet all that being said, I, I still, I, I still think they'll win. I just I believe in their their ability with the back to the wall and the urgency here that they'll win the game. Who would be your MVP if you had a vote right now? I think McCaffrey. McCaffrey's way down the list. It's just they don't. I I don't get that. He's the only. Listen, he's got 1,300 yards rushing. You know who's second in the NFL in rushing? Well, I'll give you the number he has, 968. This is going to shock you, by the way, I think. It's like. You're a fantasy guy, so you might Well, it's like it could be Rashad White down in Tampa. It could be. it's not him. It could be, um, um, uh, uh, gosh, the kid from from the Rams isn't all the way up there yet, is he? He's fourth. Trevor's up there. He's third, maybe fifth. Who? Tra- oh, no, uh, he's uh, falling. Uh, Travis, uh, Travis Etienne. He's ninth. He, oh, he's third in fantasy. Mm. So, I guess because of his pass catching. Uh, sec- uh, not Mostert, right? He doesn't have that. He's third. A-Chan? Nope. No, he missed too much time. Um, oh, I can, um, I, uh, I, who is it? I can keep going. It's, it's, he's the running back for the franchise where you've bemoaned for years because they can't run the ball. He said, if they could run the ball, they I don't know. Oh, yeah, James Cook. James Cook. But he said that. He, he, and by the way, his resurgence has coincided with the Correct. Bills being that championship-level team. Yeah. And the defense is now finding itself with those losses but of personnel. Christian McCaffrey is more than 300 yards clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's a hard one because he's got another he's got, candidate at quarterback You know, He's got on 13 team. touchdowns. He's averaging 5.3 yards per carry. Uh, oh, yeah, he's got 40 catches, too, five more touchdowns. So that's uh, – I, I I don't know, man. Listen, I just, the me, quarterback uh, – To me, uh, that's the guy. Purdy and Prescott and Lamar. Prescott lost it. Well, those he are the gone. three. Yeah, well, he gone. I, let me give you a non-quarterback. Okay. I would argue for this guy right. over Christian McCaffrey. All right. Tyreek Hill. Can't Unstoppable. Do it. Can't do it. 1,500 receiving yards, bro. Can't do it. Missed, yeah. missed a game and a half. But because he's missed a game and a half. Makes it more valuable. But, well, 
The if, he, G- if he breaks that record, he's not breaking it. He now. ain't breaking it now. Oh, oh he's got to get one hundred. He's got to get one hundred fifty-eight a game. He's done that four times. Right. He could. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't think he's he doing do it three it. games in a row. I got Dallas this week. They're pretty good defense, so they're a little smarting probably after last week's loss at Buffalo. I uh, I'm I don't disagree with you on Christian McCaffrey. I was on Cheetah. E, you remember we that? Both, we both were. Yeah, way back when. But I've shifted to McCaffrey, and I've off the quarterbacks. I want to give it to somebody yeah, else. We shifted because McCaffrey's just consistent. And he keeps playing every week. He shows up every week. Uh-huh. And that's something. It's not anyone's fault, but when you vote for MVP, it's to me it's a guy who's there every week. Now you because And again, here's where Cheetah would have had a better argument. If the Dolphins went in the tank, but then Jalen Waddell stepped up and had a huge day, right? Let me run this by you. If Baltimore is the top seed in the yeah, AFC, Lamar. I think it I think it will be Lamar, and here's why. Mm-hmm. We know what we've seen the last couple of years what the Ravens are without Lamar. Yeah. They're nothing. Yeah. They stink. They score nine points. They their quarterbacks do nothing. And so if you have a year where he's able to play because he hasn't been available the last couple of years. Yeah. If he plays a whole year and they unseat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yep. They hold off Josh Allen and the Bills. Yep. They are better than Trevor and the and the and the Jags and what they looked like three weeks ago. And the and and the now Burrowless Bengals. I think that says something if you're the top seed in this this conference, which especially going back to the preseason, looked, you know, very muscular. Let's put it that way. All right, six four one ten ten. Razzle dazzle time E. What are we handed out? We got Doc Murphy on deck here on the drill. We got a $25 gift card to Bellwether, downtown's best restaurant. It's all a part of 1010XL's holiday gift guide. Holla at your boy. Make sure you head over to 1010XL.com for more gift ideas. Doc, I'm guessing that Army didn't send you some NIL cash when you went to the West Point on signing day way back in the day, huh? I'm guessing you didn't get a, a grab well, bag of cash from... Didn't didn't come to me. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I, yeah. I saw that, by the way, Army signed... 58 guys. Wow. So I guess what they what do they do? do they, there's there's like prep schools and stuff that they can send them to or is that is that kind of how it works? Like you don't not everybody signs to go play for army as freshmen. They have to go is do those count or is that well, or is there such attrition that they have to do that? Yeah, back in back in my day, yeah. the prep school was if you weren't academically qualified, Okay. They'd send you to the prep school. It wasn't if you were a football player that they wanted to redshirt. Right. That wasn't a thing. Okay. That was an Air Force thing. They'd been doing that forever. Okay. Um, but Army didn't do that. Uh, maybe they're doing it now. If know. you had not gone, would you have played somewhere else if Army hadn't come calling? Yeah. Where would you have played? Where did you have your sights set on? Uh, Pitt was probably the second. Yeah. Been, I can remember, i tell you stories off offline of uh, – <laughs> The Those recruiting the, visits, yeah. The the visit there with, with is that Johnny Majors, Dan Marino. Um, but that was yeah, that was probably my second choice. Yeah, yeah. And and which also shows you that way. It's always things have changed, but they don't change in some ways. Right. Recruiting is a dirty game. Yeah, it's just dirty. It's it dirty on both been. sides. Yeah. It's dirty well, for say, the kids. Uh, it's say, dirty all for the guys the that were recruited. Dan had a had a separate. Visit and the rest of us. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm Fair sure enough. he did. By the we, way, we showed up together, left together, but we didn't in see between, him. In between, between not the same. Not Dan, so can I, wait, Dan, come here. Where you go? Where you go? They took Dan to the cocktail waitress. Yes, they did. <laughs> they took him. Yeah, you got went to VIP room. Me, Dan. By the way, just had to drive down the street to go to Pitt because yeah. that's where he lived. Anyway, uh, Trevor Lawrence concussion time. Here we go. Okay, let's start with. <clears throat> now, let me ask you this. There are independent doctors watching, right? Yep. So, and I'm not faulting anyone here 
because, and I'm going to ask you this. Let's say you he got tossed like a ragdoll earlier in the game. Then he had one late in the game where he ran into a guy and took kind of an elbow to the head. Not sure exactly where it happened, when it happened. He self-reported it after the game. So you can, yes or no, can you get a concussion and the symptoms come on maybe a half hour later? Yeah, well, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You feel foggy. and Yeah. Yeah. You, People have played, you know, talk to Tony. He, right. He's, you know, right. he'd tell you. He'd seen you know, the scene in Stars and that right. whole thing, and you, you're kind of wobbly. Uh, that's that's a concussion. Right. It is. And he probably felt it then and didn't want to come out. Right. And didn't, so he, he didn't just have a whole mur- lot of, you know, right. cobwebs in his head. And he, right. Uh, but he probably was concussed and probably felt something. But at the afterwards, he's like, hey, this may be more serious, and mm-hmm. I need to let somebody know. Right. So he does. So, so he plays. I guess I'm asking – you can miss that then as, a, as, as you're watching the game. Like, you'll see a guy whack his head, but you can't automatically. That does, well, I guess you would probably tell me there's some sort of concussion if your head gets whacked. When you see but that head- happens 25 times a football game. Well, when you see the quarterback, you've seen some of those. Yeah. Like, it, head where their snap. head snaps yeah. and bounce their head he off. He had a head turf. snap. Yeah. yeah. He had a head it, snap. That's where the independent guy say, hey, why don't you just take a look at the guy yeah. and pull him off for a, you know, a play and, mm-hmm. and at least ask him some questions. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is there a doctor's recommendation on driving if you're in the concussion protocol? Driving a vehicle? If you are driving, and again, this is a Jacksonville. This is about a, as far up the chain of tabloid journalism that we do, but there have been people around town that have seen Trevor driving a vehicle this week. I've had a couple of people uh, tell me that, so I'm wondering if that is, gives you a lean one way or the other, if that's insignificant. Um, you know, we don't really say don't drive. Um, that's a great question, though, if just from the – liability and legality standpoint, probably. Um, but no, that's not a thing. Yeah, you know, for the phases, you went through the right. phase. I mean, you're supposed right. to sit quietly, and right. if you don't have any symptoms with headache, visual disturbance, you're kind of moving on. So driving and all that is If you is don't fine. have those things, then why isn't the concussion – what are they saying makes you still have a concussion? If you don't have a headache or blurry vision or this and you're cl- – what, what, what – you know, why do they think you have a concussion if you don't have any of those things? Well, uh, the fact that your brain banged into your skull, mm-hmm. you concussed it. Now, yeah. how symptomatic you are is the issue as to whether your brain, and again, we don't have all the answers to this, right. whether your brain is still bruised and damaged such that if you play during that phase and you get hit again, you have more significant injury to your brain. Are we anywhere near the technology? I mean, I watch sci-fi movies and they just, you know, to turning the head invisible and literally seeing the brain and what the damage is. Are we ever going to reach that point medically? Well, you could do repetitive scans to see if there's any edema in the brain, but but it really doesn't give you the whole picture because yeah. there's guys that have normal scans and have symptoms. Sid Crosby, I mean, he right. had concussion symptoms for a year, and so, you, you just can't predict that. So if he he was in the building yesterday, right, but he didn't practice. So let's if he's out on the practice field today and he's in a limited fashion, I would say he's trending towards playing and trending towards getting everything done. If he's not practicing today, I would say then you might want to take note that you better have your backup guy ready to go. I, it's not today's not critical. He he could get by today, still return to the field tomorrow, right? Absolutely. He's, okay. He, once you see him in practice, he's one day away from playing. Right. Just right. at the on the practice field, yeah. not yeah. even. Yeah. Yeah. If so he's going through football, well, here's hoping then. Football yeah. drills. Yeah. That the next phase is is yeah. competitive play. Yeah. Um. 
Well, we certainly hope it, you know, we hope that he can, his brain bounces back like his bones and ligaments and cartilages seem to because he's had an amazing ability to stay on the field. I said earlier, I mean, the loneliest job in sports being Trevor's backup. Joker plays every snap. We got a we got a week to week on Zay Jones, but we also got a coach after the game who said it didn't look good. Um, I to me, I, I'd be shocked if he played again this year. It's hamstring now too, yeah. in addition to the knee. And we've always talked about one can lead to the other, and how how could a knee injury lead to the hamstring injury? Yeah, yeah, you're just not physically normal, and it puts a little stress somewhere else, and that's what happens. One of the things that you've taught me through the years, and 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 it shows up time and time again, and it's shown up with Tyson Campbell this year, man. You do that hamstring in the in camp, you do not want to hear that. When somebody says, ah, oh, he's going to be down for a while, he's got a hamstring, and it's training camp, that is a disaster. And I understand, like, you get to the point where you're feeling better, but then you, but it's still not all the way healed, and you open it up, and you redo it, and then you hurt your quad, and then you're, I mean, it's just, it's just a, uh, it's a nightmare, man. It is. And they, they linger. You always bring them back too soon. Yeah. It just takes forever for those to fully heal. We've got the same thing in the defensive backfield. I mean, just repeat for – and if you're – you get stuck in no man's land. If you're the child, they keep bringing Tyson Campbell back, right. and he keeps re-aggravating. Andre Sisco has now been out for – this would be the second complete game and part of another if he's not able to go. They're both, quote, limited yesterday. I, I'm sure it gets to the point of frustration with the staff. It's like you want to have your best out there, but – I, Hick, I also wonder this, and Doc, I mean, we're past like you know getting guys ready for a postseason that may not be here if they can't get us there to begin with. Well, there's no doubt about you that. know. And so, do you do you? Only, yeah. Well, there's a lot of pressure from the the coaching staff and the players. And the players want to wanna play. To say, hey, yeah, I'm feeling good. Let me play. And right. And and, and it turns it, into you know. Uh, the, too too soon return and injured and back at and well, back and the injuries and, don't the, the injuries are. It's not a good week for corresponding injury to the opponent you're playing. The Bucks can pass the ball. I mean, their dude just had the first perfect passer rating in opponent history in Green Bay. They had 350 yards, four touchdowns. The Jacks' pass defense is terrible. It's second to last in the league. And then on the other side, the Bucks' pass defense is worse than the league, and we don't have anybody to catch the ball. Right. And we may not have our quarterback. So, I mean, all of the things that would set up to this being a real advantage uh, for for the Jags in the matchup category, they just, because of these injuries, they, that's not the case. To hit, they're going to have to go gut out a win. I mean, it, really, it doesn't seem like it's going to be 34-30. Gritty, not pretty. Yeah, whatever. Because, man, I'll feel awful uh, swell with a nine, you know, at nine and six on. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. But eight and seven? Yeah. Hang on, boys. Mm. Hang on. So, anything else? Well, I think, you know, Trevor, I think based on what it looks like, I would mm -hmm. be surprised if he doesn't play. Right. Yeah. Good. There we go. That's a he little also bit has that, listen, and again, whether it's right or wrong, he has that dog mentality about playing. And we've seen it twice already this year, knee and ankle, now head. I mean, and he's, well, still, and he's still gifted those offensive linemen golf carts. Well, to get into <laughs> the protocol, you know, you have to pass the objective test. Yes. Right? The the. Computer test. Yes. So he's passed that. So now it's all subjective. Are you having any headaches, right. digital stuff? No. <laughs> right. So, you know, there now is, there is they, that part of it, too. Like, you, because you, you helped me with my son in, in, in high school with the, and they had to pass, they had to go back and pass that baseline test. Do they have that, too, in the NFL, or is that oh, yeah. not, that's part oh, of it, absolutely. too? Okay. Yeah. And you don't get in the protocol until you pass that. Oh, okay. So that's the first step to okay, say, so okay. So that's the first thing you take, is that? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So that's, that's, 
they they take a in the off season when their heads are fine, they take a baseline test with certain shapes and you gotta remember things right. and and then they and then you retake it and you have to match the numbers that you or be right around those numbers. And if you're not around those numbers, then you're Yeah, you don't you don't move forward. Correct, correct. So uh, great stuff, Doc. Merry Christmas, my man. Merry Christmas. Great boys. to see you. All right, you. my brother. We appreciate you. That's Doc Kevin Murphy every Thursday here inside the Injury Legend. Report. Legend. It is a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. Let's talk a little college ball next on The Drill. All right, welcome back. It's 8.08. Good morning, Jacksonville. Can I offer up a... You may. I don't know how to posture this. It's going to be a daily's double take. I'm instead going to go with the Shazam Spotlight today, brought to you by ShazamAuto.com. My man, Dale Murray, and and his crew, both in Stark and Kingsland, they'll do a bang-up job with you and for you. So for the very top-of-the-line Ford products, if they don't have it, then it ain't there. Um, It's so easy to deal with, man. Customer experiences when it comes to car buying don't always go the best. Well, you you got my word on that one. So it's been your holiday season, uh, getting you a new sled. How about that? My guy, uh, Trey Young, is just like a a conundrum inside of a riddle. Like, he puts up some amazing statistical markers, right? Mm -hmm. He's been doing this since the beginning, and I don't even remember them all now. But, like, he puts himself statistically – in, in the company of, like, the, the like limited company of greats. Now, I get it in today's analytics. They'll break everything down. You know, the, the only person averaged 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, and, yeah. you know, two Cokes at halftime. NBA's great at that. Correct. NBA finds more statistics that someone has never done or you join. Uh, uh, Jalen Brunson had a game the other night. Where he threes. shot beautifully, yeah. and that was like him and Jordan. Yeah, you know, Correct. it's one that's of the, right. That's yeah. what they do. And so I yeah. take that with a grain of salt, yes. but I will say, yes, because I spent the first couple or three years trying to make myself believe in Trey Young enough. Yeah, you hate him. That I have seen that I have seen his he more than other players gets put on these kinds of lists because of his statistical yes uh, prowess. In, f- in fact, I, before you do this, and I like this, but I would submit to the drill powers that be. Mm-hmm. Who are you pointing to? Uh, Ether, whomever that may be. Uh, yes, that and I and I think this would be good. And, I, and and you could offer your opinion on what I'm suggesting as you give me this Trey Young thing. Mm-hmm. And E, I also will ask you your opinion on this as well. When Jeff talks about Trey Young heretofore, <laughs> that we should play the song. Roller coaster, because you are on the Trey Young roller coaster I, I did, again, more than anybody no, I've ever no, known. Here, here. Okay. I mean, you are. That's fair, well, no, right? No, well, you go up. No, you go down. No, you go I'm not. Up, a, I'm not up. up. I'm not up. But you try to go up. You want to go up. No, I'm just pointing out okay, a worthless stat that okay, he's not any right. good. No, here okay. at the right, end right, of the day. At the, no, I mean, I see what you're saying. It's fair. He's my guy. I'm, yeah. I'm, we're on a mediocre team. I, it is. I mean, I do. I no longer will ever think that he. Stats aside, that he's a superstar. Yeah, you won't give I'm, him. You won't go I, that far up, right? Because he what if, he matched Luca in a lot of things. Okay, but what if mm-hmm. they win? Did, did they not go to the Eastern Conference Finals? They did with him. Yeah, and he got hurt, or they probably would have won. Yeah. So what if that but, started to occur again? I just don't know how it can. They kept the band together. They went balky, and it ruined them. Hopefully, it doesn't ruin our Jags. <laughs> oh God! They ran it back. That team that in seventeen, they re-signed everybody. They yeah. didn't go add anything, and then is J- John Collins there no more? No, they finally he left this offseason, okay. and it's really not mattered much. Well, Jalen Johnson's an adequate replacement, some, but he's hurt. You had some guys that you they're like. hurt. Yeah, oh. they're hurt. There's guys that are hurt, and there's guys Who's now. Who's the coach now? It's uh, Quinn Snyder. That's right. Yeah, they got hit from. And is he the? 
What number coach is he for Trey? Three um, or four? He's third. Okay. Yeah. Right. He never had Budenholzer. He had. He uh, didn't have Budenholzer. He had I can't, uh, the, uh, the other guy, the uh, then Nate McMillan. He had the guy that got fired. Um, I don't even remember so his him, name. Him, then Nate, then yeah, they had the dude, and then okay. and the, and the dude. No was, yeah, who was the guy? Golly. Was he the Nets guy, Atkinson? No, 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 no. Oh gosh. It's all right. Anyway, that's all I was going to submit. Well, okay. I think you ride the. Here's here's this is what I'll say. I don't know why I was struck with this yesterday. I texted a few people this just randomly out uh-huh. of nowhere. They got bombarded with this text. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And in fact, for verifiable accuracy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will read to you the exact text okay. that I sent to. Well, quite frankly, a, a number of you know a number of people yesterday. Okay, Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd Pierce. There you go. He's actually on four because don't forget Joe Prunty. Well, that's just very yeah day and a half. Yeah, Joe Prunty was two and zero. Oh, by the way, here's what I texted, and this always will shadow Trey Young. Okay. Okay. I just out of the blue. Non sequitur had nothing to do with anything anyone was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yet I sent this to a few people, including a couple of Hawks fans, and then just a group text. Mm-hmm. And it just it says this, and this sums things up. We had Doncic. I can't let it go of all the Atlanta things in my life, and there are a lot. This is the most Atlanta of them all. We had Luka Doncic, and the the worst thing is. You wanted it. I wanted too. since he was like 15. I've been tracking this cat. <laughs> and we, by the way, by the way, not, not we could have had him, not bad play. We drafted Luka Doncic. In your hands. And we yeah. don't have, and we don't have him. E, and you weren't here. Then they get Trey Young, and he plays summer ball for the and Hawks. He, and he plays like he does now, 10 for 100. And Prosser. Lost his mind <laughs> about the hair, everything, yeah, everything. <laughs> everything. He then, weighs 110 pounds. But then Trey Young caught fire. Yeah. The team got good, yeah. uh-huh. and yeah. so the roller coaster went and, up. And by the way, he 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 earned uh-huh. some distinction. And I mean, you saw it firsthand. Yes. He, he, he killed our. He Knicks. went Reggie Miller. You yeah. know, it looked like my Knicks at It the looked garden. like he had that dog in him. He was that guy. But he at was the end almost, of the day, almost unstoppable with that little floater yeah. shot because you couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. This is Trey Young. It's, it's, uh, and he, this is Pete's <laughs> favorite song, actually. Um, Trey Young, Young, Young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, but all that aside. Okay. Here it comes. You know, again, the Hawks have built themselves around a six foot one gunner who can't shoot. Right. You know, I mean, at the end of and he has nights where he does. Yeah. And like many addicts, that's all it takes is one sip of the nectar and you're in <laughs> your hook for the next month. And that's Trey Young on a night. He goes six for nine for three. He'll proceed uh, to go 10 for 54 the next six games. Yeah. It's he, but uh, the man. What's the stat, though? The man can pile up some stats. Trey yeah. Young last night. Uh-huh. Here's another thing with the Hawks that just is mad. You won last night. Yeah, but and, and and by the way, this just in people haven't been paying attention. Houston's good again. Yeah, not Houston's bad. good. They got yeah, a yeah. good little team. Yeah. They're over five hundred. They're really good at home. They did what Detroit hasn't been able Correct. to do. But Atlanta now has beaten Houston. They've beaten the T- the Timberwolves. They beat the T Wolves are the top team in the West. Like we One got like teams. we got like twelve wins and like seven of them are against the better teams. Anyway, last night against Houston, Trey Young, thirty points, fourteen assists. Ooh. He is, uh, that's five straight games with 30 points and 10 assists. The only other players in NBA history. <laughs> Oscar Robertson did it twice. Yeah, one of the greats of all time. Michael Jordan did it. Nobody better. 
Russell Westbrook did it. Eh, danger, Russ. But when he was, you know, this, yeah, yeah. Trey is more Russell Westbrook than Michael Jordan. Yes, he is. And then Tiny Archibald, who's an underrated player, NBA very good player. Score. And now Trey Young, the only five in history. And again, he has other notches in his belt that are like this yes. that I've now forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a year where you combine points and assists. He was responsible for the most points in the entire NBA. They doesn't make third team all NBA. Yeah. Like the jig is up with it. Like he gets no respect. He wanted to play on that world games team. They said no, no, no. And they said no, thank you. Yeah. Um, they last year was a low point in the roller coaster ride because the word started to seep out that Trey was a yeah, diva. Yeah, like right. I mean, like takes big, his own play, like big time diva. Fired a coach, fired yeah. McMillan, the yeah. second one he got rid of. You yeah. could argue. So we shall see. Yeah, but the front office has failed the Hawks, and this is not a Hawks discussion. It's a Trey Young who continues to at least position himself statistically in some really great company. But there's this statistic that's eleven and fourteen, and that's what the Hawks' record is. Oof, I can't. I'll give you, uh, I'm sorry, 12 and 15. We would be the 10 seed right now. Big matchup with the Brooklyn Nets. We were, we were talking about uh, MVP earlier, and we mentioned the Cheetah. And yeah. I, I let one slide by there. I shouldn't have. Uh, Cheetah, uh, I've, from what I've read now, has um, fathered up number three in the last four months. He's so had three kids in the last four months? Yeah. Been busy. Three different. Well, of course. Baby mama. <laughs> this just in. Medically, it would have to be. <laughs> there weren't twins. There weren't twins or triplets there, peeps. <laughs> he also got married in the last month. Yeah, he must did. be must be a quote open marriage. Um or maybe after all those pregnancies, how, she finally said, You better marry me. <laughs> I don't know why Hard Knocks hasn't been there for because they, they showed the happy couple. Many times. Well, dang, she had an odd-looking dude, I'd too. Like to uh-huh, see uh-huh. The, I'd like to see the argument as she goes to TMZ Sports <laughs> and reads about uh. the lawsuits that are coming in. Yeah, man. Some of these athletes, they give away all their money, man. Dang, Cheetah. What? That was fast. Hey, is there not a class we can <laughs> teach, dude? I mean, why do we have all these kids, bro? It's just, <laughs> never mind your parental responsibilities. If you're going to have a kid, you ought to be willing to be its father, to guide it, to mentor it. But the cash flow of some of these cats has got to just be. I think the kids say uh, it's cheaper to keep her. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, superstar Tariq Hill fathered kids with three different women in the space of four months. <laughs> oh, God. Now one baby mama is rushing to his defense. Uh, last week, the recently married wide receiver is on the receiving end of paternity suits from two former Flames. February and May of 2023 are his. Now a third ex, also the dad of her adorable little boy. Tyreek Deshaun Hill Jr. Jr. <laughs> she must be the special one. Yeah. See, honey, you're the one special. The you get Jr. Yeah, yeah. Born between those two on March 12th, that's Camille Valman taking an offensive line against the speedy MVP candidates. Haters, however, dismissing interest in his recent baby blitz as gossip. Um, oh, boy. I got pictures. They all got the little Tyreek Hill jerseys on the babies. and <sighs> Okay. Oh, we have an important question on the uh, text line designed yes. by Lifetime Enclosures. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Guggins want to know, did you, uh, I didn't know this was on. Mm-hmm. And shame on you if you su- tell me you did not know it was on. And mm-hmm. then if mm-hmm. you did know it was on and didn't watch, bigger shame on you. Ooh, but a lot of shame coming Apparently the Barry Manilow Christmas special was on last night. 
Oh, he slaps forehead. Uh, I had to uh, work. I was at work. Uh, you, Did it's you a perfect know it was place on? to watch. Perfect place to watch. Could have clo- closed the door could've and watched. Closed the door and gone into this. Nobody would have known. Yeah. Know it was on. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know it was on. Yeah, I don't know where you find the Barry Manilow Chris. What, what I saw network my, logo, I saw, maybe? I saw my dainty little guy. He is uh, a dainty at, little guy. I saw him at, um, he was performing live like in a morning show recently. Okay. And I mean, Barry. Yeah. You got to at some point My favorite, accept the age thing. Well, <laughs> the, the, the hair, yeah, the dye of the hair, yeah, the face is taut. Yeah, it's taut. I mean, Bear. It's taut. It's okay, man. I appreciated the most unneeded bravery in history when Barry, quote, came out like earlier this year. Like, we had, no, like we had no idea. Yeah. Really, Barry? Nah. Wow, you brave soul. No, I love brave, brave carry that. I mean, Barry was able to carry that torch back when it wasn't easy to carry that torch. Dugan, I wish you had, uh, I wish you had texted me last yeah, night. Yeah, it's too late. Barry um, Manilow Christmas special is coming on. It was a very Barry Christmas. A very Barry Christmas. Sounds I like missed a, re- a very you Barry Christmas. If you really are sincere right now, I bet you can go get on that DVR and find that thing. I got to. Right? I do. And, and you could ask me tomorrow, did you watch a very Barry Christmas? And hopefully the answer is yes. I found some time to check that out. I spoke, I, get, I spoke it into my little uh, into my little clicker. Click, click. A very, very Christmas. There it is. Yeah. I'm in. I'm being pointed out some of the other Hawks foibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, I would say this. Hawk foibles. Um, Hawk talk. Why in the hell? Hey, are, we got Hawk talk. Hawk talk. I get this. <laughs> why, why in the hockey six are you guys talking about NBA basketball? Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but here, here's the deal. That That's uh, we, the, just... Some other ones. I'll yeah. just give two. There's a bunch of, <laughs> like, again, there ain't nothing Atlanta like Atlanta. If you Atlanta, you are doing it worse than any other professional mm-hmm. city. Mm-hmm. The Hawks once also drafted Palgas. First, okay, Pow! I'm going to do one more. Pow! They drafted Marvin Williams instead of Chris Paul. Another one that I, day of the draft, I yeah. screamed for Chris Paul. That was a bad if one. If I were running the Hawks, we'd have a title. All right, so they drafted Marvin Williams over Chris Paul. I thought they drafted the guy with the forehead. Sheldon Williams? Yeah. Him too. But that okay. wasn't Chris Paul. It was Marvin Williams. It was Marvin. From, from North Carolina. Marvelous Marvin, they called him. No, they yep, didn't. North no. Carolina. Yep. Yeah. No, all right. They also, back in the day, around the turn of the century, mm-hmm. they drafted Powell Gasol, number three Pow. overall. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Very good draft pick. Traded until him. they turned around later that day and traded him for Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Mm. Not quite as good. What about, the, <laughs> what about the CAC contract? That's my favorite still. I looked at that, by the way. You know what that was? Five years, $12 million. And, and we screamed crazy. about it being too much. Or maybe it was four years, $13 yeah, John, but the problem with that draft, there wasn't a whole lot else there, and that's the piece they needed. I don't kill him as much for that one. He mm-hmm. just was a stiff. Mm-hmm. But I got the all, you ready for the all-timer? Yeah. Hawks DNA precedes Atlanta. Back in 1956. Louis. You ready? Back in 1956, yeah. the Hawks traded the number two pick mm-hmm. for two players no one has heard of. You, Ed McCauley and another, two decent players. Easy Ed McCauley. He was yeah. Nick. You know who the that number two pick ended up being in 1956? Bob Pettit. Some dude named Bill Russell. Oh! Yeah. So, yeah, it goes way back to failures of Atlanta sports franchises. That way might have been, That might have been the one that triggered the whole thing. Way back. Yeah. That might be the original. Well, except, ironically, and it takes a degenerate to know this, the Hawks won it all in 57. So, apparently, the, it didn't kill them immediately. Right. Of course, you trade the 11 that Russell won. Here's one that you won. I'm going to give you one that you won Neek. that make you feel better. Yeah, no, this is Neek's this is a just, bigger win. This is Atlanta sports. Okay. This is the biggest all win right. of all. Okay. I had, this is a quote, I had the Giants contract in my hand. I had the Giants contract in my hand, but the Braves offered $50 a month more 
That's the only thing that kept Willie Mays and me from being teammates. Hank Aaron? $50. Wow. Hank Aaron. Yeah. Wow. Are you listening, Yamamoto? Wow. The Hawks also got the, the best move the Hawks made. Yes. Was um, Utah drafted Dominic Wilkins number three overall, and he basically said, I don't want to be a power forward. I want to be a small forward. And the Hawks sent John Drew and Freeman Williams for Dominic Wilkins. Oof. Hey, wow. Jazz. By the way, I've, I've just gotten this uh, tweet from shout out to Dean. Speaking of Barry Manilow, was at Gators Dockside Julington Creek last night. We won trivia and we got ourselves a Guggen in training. Little kids screaming here. Manilow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We started a movement. We had two kids scream the intro today. This is awesome. Idea to make money. We'll start selling the intro scream. Come on now for 50 bucks. You can scream. You know it with Dan. Mornings on Dead Today. <laughs> 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 Pay on your way out. Make the check yeah, payable. E will handle it. Straight uh, cash only. Straight yeah, cash only. Yeah, yeah, for tax purposes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, let's turn our attention to the Jags. we got the cat chat uh, coming up. We'll review the Friday five-pack. Good boy. Uh, we're running out of time. We are. There's three weeks left. And, um, E, I want to go ahead on record right now. I'm off tomorrow. I'm actually off the next couple of Fridays. So, tomorrow, I, I plan oh. on – I want to do it on the phone. Oh. Yeah, okay. so I need All you right. to call, call me in the morning. I got you. If he doesn't what call if you, me – What if you don't answer? And that's on me. Are you? If he doesn't call right, and I miss there. the time, then I get to put the, my five in then after the fact. You hear what I'm saying? Right. What is it now? Hang on. If, if I don't call. If he doesn't call oh, he and doesn't I miss the slot, yeah. then I get it. to get what five after the fact. and you don't answer? Then that's on me. Then I then I will call back and play catch up or. Or take the goose if you miss the I'm segment. I'm not missing the segment. Okay. And matter of fact, I will also put uh, an email in proper order as a backup. I think that's a good plan. Yeah, I will do that too. All right. But I'm my plan is. But my plan is to do it. Fair. On the, I don't have anything at that time tomorrow morning, so All we'll right. be good. That's fair. All right. Uh, Cat Chat's next. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Hey! Yeah, buddy. Uh, oh, by the way. Uh, it's a pillow uh, fight down the stretch. Am I on? Yeah, I'm on. Hey, hey uh, you know, did you guys know I was a history minor? I did not. Yeah, I got a history minor at Virginia Tech. I got some history for you. Shout out to the Hokies. I got some history for you right here, right now. E, I need stat of the day material here. As we do this cat chat, and I throw this one out wow. at the boys. This comes from Bill. I just Barton. got a text. Got a text from information Balls. revelation. It's Dan Hicken's stat of the day. Balls is disappointed I didn't include him on my Trey Young slander text line yesterday. Yes. The 2023 Jaguars. That's this year's club, by the way, boys. They've been stuffed. In other words, come away with zero points. Oh boy. 11 times on 41 trips this year into the zone. Okay. That's a 26.8 red zone stuff rate. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that good? The only team with a worse red zone stuff rate over the last decade. Ooh. This doesn't doesn't speak to a contender. The 2017 Cleveland Browns. Hmm. By the way. Is that over? They were 0-16. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's amazing we're doing what we are with that pitiful offensive line. Maybe we should be applauding. Yeah, look at the bright side. Doug Peterson and Trevor and everybody else. And maybe we also now see why this dude is passing the ball 50 times a game. We're making chicken Like, I'll give you an example. Anton Harrison. Oof. Nine rookie offensive tackles this year have at least 100 pass snaps. He's number one in in pass protection efficiency. He's number two in uh, pass protection efficiency on on. True passing downs, he's number one in the fewest blown blocks in pass protection. He's number two in wins above replacement. No wonder they're passing. I'm yeah. guessing that the run uh, analytics don't shake out quite as 
this is a bad matchup. We're injured at the wrong time. The Bucks can't stop the pass, and we're going down there with like a college outfit. Wait till next year, folks. I I, I don't mean to be pessimistic. I'm just saying. Got to win the division. I'm not waiting till next year. There's certain things we have Kat, to mark you off. Know I this don't fran- see it. Cat, I don't see it. Cat, you know this franchise. You've been around it since the second year. That's right. You missed year one. Yep. A lot of people luckily, don't in, know that. Luckily, I was in college. They didn't have a mascot in 95. Care. They you didn't weren't start, here in 95. They didn't start the mascot program. I was. They didn't start it until 96. Cat, it's so important in terms of our what makes us up, our organization that has been really a bad organization in terms of winning and losing, mm-hmm. to go back-to-back right now with a young quarterback. I don't care how you do it, man. I don't care if we back into it. I don't care if 8-9 wins it. I'm not Somehow, saying I'm not rooting for it. I know you're not, but I'm just telling you, this is this is a very important, not a, hey, man, we're just not quite there yet. We got to get more guys. I get that. That's all true. But somehow, some way, do not let this season slide by where you were, 8-3, and three, and playing for the number one seed in December. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. what I've seen. Oh, no, there's the a last reality three weeks here. And what I, I get it. And what I know from. Yeah. Jumping old- ship when they have the, literally the easiest schedule left in the NFL does not seem like smart navigation on your part. They have no. the easiest schedule I in know the it's league. Easy. Three cupcake games for a team that has proven with its back to the wall to us now for well over a calendar year that they got enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna bank on they've got enough to finish off this paltry uh, well, watched, season ending schedule. I've watched one less Jaguar season than, than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with and anything? Well, it's Dan what brought I brought up. Dan brought oh, Dan okay. Brought well, that's um, no, between you saying, and him. I'm, I'm not using it's that. important. What it's I'm important saying, to note. What I'm yeah. saying is I've watched a lot of NFL football even before that. Uh-huh. And just looking at what has happened to us and stuff, I, the injuries and, and just the way we're – I don't so – you, So you're – right now, you're saying – He's not feeling – That they're, they're not going to go to the playoffs is what you're saying? Well, it's a 50-50 shot right no, now. No, 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 no. I didn't ask us what the, what the odds what were. I'm saying they're not going to go to the playoffs. Would you like to put a wheel, a wheel spin on that there, big boy? No, huh? I did that last year. Yeah, I did that last would year. Like put a, would I did you like the to put it? Would you like the other way last yeah. year? I, yeah. I was the one who bet on the team last year. I mean, what is year. wrong with? I'm gonna come over there and slap this guy. No. This guy, same guy that tells they're gonna be 16 and 0 when they're mediocre, has an eight, has an eight and six team with the easiest schedule in the league, and he's giving me. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not crying. It's wait till next year. I'm not crying. I've been watching football for a long time. I'm making a statement that I don't think it's gonna happen. It's wait till next year, guys. Just give up on the season. It's like you're attacking the cat. The players give up. He's throwing nobody's papers asking, at Nobody's you. asking the player. Do I play for the team? Nobody's asking. It. You asked me for oh, since, oh, an this opinion. Is your, this is your attitude. You asked now. me for an opinion. You're just a guy. You asked for an opinion on what uh, I'm wow. seeing happen so on the field. I like that you didn't flinch when the papers oh, came flying. It's paper. Round like, one. It's paper and it's Jeff. Yeah. It's Jeff. I could oh. take Jeff. I could take Jeff out back. You're and, five foot, a hundred pounds. Uh, there, and big I'm boy. Now we're fighting. And I'm still yeah, round great. two. This guy is such an. I'm still, I always have been, always will be a better okay. athlete than you ever could what? have been in your life. Round three. Five foot nothing, wearing a what suit. What are we doing? E, name a sport. A suit. Name a sport. Round oh four. God, shut go. up. Name a sport. I th- Grow up. I thought you're, the one, you're the one throwing right. papers across right. the right. Right. He's We're getting idiots. <laughs> Round five. Up, Stop him. Papers Stop across him. All right, enough. I want to move on. <laughs> Good Lord. Thoughts Welcome to round five and prepare to die. Thank you. Thank you. How about this little nugget? Yesterday was signing day, Cat. You guys got your guy. You got your guy. We I did was going to bring up the Arch Manning thing. This is crazy. Yeah, this is good, huh? 
This Arch is Man. unreal. Arch Manning. Did you see this, Jeff? No. He's the backup quarterback at the University Not of even. Texas. Not even. Oh, he's third string. When they put string. the backup, he was third string. He made $3.2 million mm. in NIL money this year. Brock Purdy, the quarterback of the number one team in football, and the odds-on MVP favorite, is making $870,000 this year. Now, to be fair... Yes. They they say these are nil uh, valuations by yes. the stats and stuff, and his folks, the, the Mannings, have said he won't accept right. any nil until he's starting. Right. But it was I sent that exact text out to the football thread I'm on. It was like this is unreal. He was he didn't even come in the game as yeah. the backup. He was third yeah. string. Yeah. Valued at three million. So that's what it, what made and my next question was, what do you think Lagway got? So there. Oh, he got. What money. do you think Lagway got at the last minute though? Because it was I, my my buddy, you guys know him, Jim Harris. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. He was sweating yesterday. He was oh, no, sweating. No. Thinking he should have called away. me. I, I got annoyed at that because this is what my people told me. That deal was consummated. Okay. A year ago, when he agreed, okay. he there would have been some concerns about eligibility and such if he had chosen. And I don't know the rules, so don't ask me why. Because okay. I don't know anything. I, to me, like I'm hearing, well, USC's talking. How can they be talking to him? It's a dead period. I, you know, so there are all kinds of those type of questions that I don't know the answers to. But I do know this. Lagway was totally committed. Because here's the deal, bro. You get the money. You go there. If it doesn't work, if Billy Napier doesn't succeed, yeah. you don't think Lagway's going to hop in the portal and go somewhere sure. else? You do give the money is. back, by the way, we've learned. It's not like right. a lump sum signing bonus. If it's, you accept no, it. It's spaced out. But there's yeah. been money. You get it somewhere else. I promise you this. Yeah. There's been money that's changed hands with him. And if you Has go back to. to Rashada, the deal was for Rashada was like $1.3 million, Then somebody threw $13 million and all got out of whack, and he ended up going to Arizona State. And look, colleges are starting to fight back a little bit on this in terms of I've heard things like, Georgia's not big on handing out. There's some money, but not a ton of money because their point is, look, come to Georgia, we'll get you to the NFL. But there are other schools that are paying uh, all kinds of money, cars, et cetera, et cetera. It is what it, it's, it's, it's open season. It's a wild, wild west. So that's what's happened in college football. But yes, Crazy. But, but they but had to get their guy. Has to, has to, you guys have said it, the czar has to come in like, yeah, it's a commission. Going, it has to change. Uh, I mean, well, it, it the, the get, answer is this. Control, if, right? You can't have it both ways. If you're taking a job out of high school to play college football, then you got to sign a contract and have a W-2. Right. And, and, and by the way, Where's so, money? so Where's make, like, make a decision because you're signing a four-year contract. You're not staying for a year, and then you're unhappy, well, and you're going well, off to— in fairness, then, if you sign a four-year contract, then the school has to honor it for— Because, as that, you know— That's fair, too. Year by year by year, that's they fine. review and say, Hey, Curtis, come on in yeah. here. Yeah, Coach, what's yeah. up? Yeah. Curtis, listen. Good. You're fifth string. The change it I know both we ways. gave you a scholarship, but I, I think it's yeah, best no, for you to Change go. it both ways. The IRS Change is, it. That's yeah, fine. Same yeah. as the NFL. It's what it is. You got to— Yeah, let the school suffer for its mistakes. Yeah. Don't you think the IRS is going to get involved here soon? Yes. With what you're saying, like, where is this money? Please show this. You got to report the table. it, and then it's it's just ha- we were talking about on the, on the thread. Imagine if the NFL, like, this can't, this is not sustainable. Imagine if the NFL, every player was a free agent every year. Like, can you the, the madness? This is basically what college football is. Every player is a free agent at the end of the year, right? Like every year. That's not sustainable. I don't think right? so. I mean, you wouldn't think, but so far it has been. It's been that way for about four or five years, and it's growing. Yeah. It's kind of like these kids, you know, like what, what happens is, too, when they don't get what they're promised, and I've heard that about a little bit about USC, 
And I don't, again, just heard, don't know, speculate. But that's why some of these kids, wait a minute, you, coach, you told me I was getting $2 million. I've only gotten a hundred grand. Well, no, it's no. time. So they go in the portal. Sayonara, yeah. man. What about the guy? And I can't, I'm trying to find It's only name. the mediocre teams that this happens to, by the way. The, the, the top doesn't think there's a problem because they're doing it right. They're getting better players and losing worse ones. They're signing good recruiting classes. And so it doesn't matter yeah, for the, Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State and Texas and all these others. They don't have a problem with anything. The problem comes from our level of football, Virginia Tech and Florida. The narrative, well, some, some who have been good and great at some times, and they've let other people, you know, just like Steve Spurrier revolutionized, these guys have revolutionized, and they've kept up with the time. They've been a step ahead. Well, you you bring, can't play catch-up in college football. It you, takes, you bring up the point somebody posted, like, <clears throat> oh, this is great because they showed the top 10 recruits in the country, you know, and they showed they're going to different schools. Then they're like, oh, they're not, Alabama's not getting all of them. Well, the parody. They said parody. And somebody argued, like, there's not parody yet until what you're saying until we see new teams winning the national title. And I don't know if that's going to happen. Also fair. Let me tell what you. What they really need to you. do, gang, they need to have the stones to unring the bell and say, you know what, we right. tried, it didn't work. 50 grand a player, period. Yeah. Whether you're fourth yep. string lineman, that's enough. Yeah. This started it. I don't want you using my likeness without me. This started, I can't have a job or go on a date. How do you put the genie back in the bottle? Though? You don't. You do. You just go have it's to. Very easy. It's really simple. It's, it <laughs> the free money's over, gang. Sorry you didn't have that right. three year window. Let me tell you, let me give you one example real quick here. I'll tell this story of how crazy recruiting is. And to me, why, if I was a coach, I would beeline to the NFL the first chance I got. Harbaugh, Harbaugh to the. Chargers, they said, or something? I'd, I'd be gone. Jeremiah Smith was the number one player in the country. He went to Hollywood Chaminade. He's a receiver down in South Florida, all right? Well, he looks good, too. He's really good. Yeah, he Big, tall. And dude. he was an Ohio State commit, all right? But Florida, Florida State, and Miami, I mean, constant pound, 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 pound after him, okay? He come, it comes to signing day. You're a coach at Ohio State. Ryan Day goes out to meet the media to do his press conference. He's doing his press conference. Ryan Day, yeah. the head coach of the Ohio State, who gets every player that they want. And they go, uh, and he's doing blah, 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 talking about something. And they go, Coach, uh, Jeremiah Smith's letter of intent came in. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Jeremiah Smith's letter. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> like, his ass is wound tight because of some 18-year-old kid? Come on, man. This is ridiculous. Okay, so then, so then this is how crazy we all get. Jeremiah Smith comes out and goes, man, I wasn't sure. In the end, I just I, it was Miami or Ohio State. And I honestly, in the last two minutes, I decided I'm going to Ohio State. So now they're showing the video. Okay, so now the actual letter of intent is not in in Columbus yet. Or something happened. And so now stuff starts circulating. So now we see the video of him signing. His name is Jeremiah Smith. Look at what he fake signed that. This is what people are saying. Like, they're watching him. Like, they're losing their minds fans, over. Fans are losing their minds. It's, it, the whole thing is insane, bro. It's got, and so then, and so then they finally come out and go, look, the bottom line is the lawyers had to look it over because of the, because of the money, because of the contract, because of what they're paying them. They had to make sure everything was buttoned up before he officially sent it in, thereby confirming that obviously listen, this it's, is insane. And it's hard enough. <laughs> It was hard enough back in the day. It's insane. Although, really, this, it's just the quiet part it's is out loud now. Yeah. Back in the day, when you when these guys flip last minute, it wasn't because suddenly they loved Florida over Florida State. Because Florida got them the bag. Yeah. 
Every single time, it's just now it's known. So yeah. I imagine the coaches aren't real worried about this. It's the same thing they've had to deal with. In some ways, it's probably better for them because it's out in the open. The yeah. thing that's sad is a couple of things. One, uh, I saw a post that uh, some, I think it was Oklahoma or whatever, a player flipped to Mizzou. Mm-hmm. And the fans, like this is where it's getting out of control. Yeah. Like you said the fans went after his, like his dad's business. They went after his dad's business, yeah. putting one star reviews on it. Yeah. Um, but anti-social media. I won't is the say worst. the name because I, I do not want to call this kid out. Whatever. Okay. But on our text thread, we have yeah. a friend who has a son who plays high school football. Okay. One of his son's friends, mm-hmm. highly recruited, mm-hmm. flips to flips to a different school. I'm not even going to say the okay. schools because okay. we'll, we'll, you know, we'll figure was, it he out. He was committed to one school. Yeah. Flipped to another school. Yeah. And my and the, my friend checks out. He goes, "Yeah, he got he got a bag," mm-hmm. and he goes, "Here's the dirty secret of this: this kid hates football. This kid hates football, but he's literally answering all the questions Good at correctly. It, make money. Answering all the questions correctly, getting the bag." And my friend is like, "Yeah, I know this kid is like in three years is not. He's like C.J. Henderson. You know, he's like right. he's not going to be playing the right. sport." And it was it was like, "Jeez, like mm. I if my 18 year old, I'm like, you are going to say and yeah. do the right things, I, yeah, if you got to get." The yeah. way it is now, for sure, man. You're you're looking at a dis- listen. If you can bank again, there's it's 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 if you can bank half a million dollars and and pay nothing for four years of school and have that five hundred thousand to start your life. Good for you. But there's a negative story about the fans, but there's a positive one. Last night out to dinner mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with the family, and there's a group comes in next to me. A lady has a VT hat on, mm-hmm. so I say go Hokies. She yeah. says go Hokie Hokie high. Hokie Hokie high. Yeah, we do. yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Were you she, with the kids, by the way? Oh, yeah. Had all the whole, whole crew. Had the, the, How did the kids the do at the old, restaurants? The six-week-old, the five-year-old. Oh, they crawl under a table back and forth from the booth, you know, and, and all that stuff. And I tell them not to touch the ground. They touch the ground. And don't Eat French fries off of it. Whatever, you know. It's great. It's great. Uh, it's a tough road. I right? tell them they, you know, they're, they're, like, not so loud inside. Yeah, inside yeah, well, you know, yeah. It never works. Uh, I don't think we You have really, too many, dude. You're in zone coverage already. I'm Tyreek, but I did them all with the same woman over several years. And by the way, also a better athlete than Tyreek. Let's get the cheat up here. Just a better athlete can beat him in can beat him in anything. Just a better athlete than you, Jeff. By what measure is it again? Lump of coal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Guy puts so, on his suit and jumps she, off a spanchion. What are we doing? Can we finish the story? We got to go. I'm not going to talk about mine. I'm talking about a dude who's a cheerleader. Tell me what athletic. Welcome to round five <laughs> and prepare to die. All right, die. so finish up so Cat Jack so can mercifully come to an so end this she, morning. She says she makes a comment. She goes, "Hey, she goes, you." You were the hokey bird, and the, you know, and we start talking about mm-hmm. that, and I was like, yeah, and we start talking about the years. Yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, can I can I re- reset oh. that? He told her I was the hokey bird. Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> didn't she actually? She actually came out of the restaurant after I left. I didn't anyway, say okay, continue. Uh, but she comes up and she goes, "Yeah, we're such we're such great, you know, Virginia Tech fans. We don't have any kids going there anymore. Our kids went. They just got back from the Cayman Islands, going to see." The Virginia Tech women's basketball nice. team play in a tournament. And she said there was 200 Hokie fans down in the Cayman Islands to watch this tournament. And not all of them even had family playing or kids on the team. That's a fun thing to and do, I was like, That's the if purity you love your of college school. sports. Yeah. That's the purity. And I, yeah. I, that's what I said to my buddies. I was like. I'd recommend going to the men's game, but that's just me. The rest of the sport <laughs> is. I'm not going to. You know, following the rest of the sport as closely as I used to is, is waning. But. I'll always go to my school. You yeah. know what I mean? I'll always go to Tech. All right, Cat Chat's over. He's, He's predicting a national a loss, champion. Predicting the loss to the, to, to the, to the box? Didn't predict the loss. You just I did. I literally said just I'm don't, not. Hey, just. Didn't he? I know. I, I didn't predict a loss. I'm I said little, I don't feel it. I don't I'm feel a, like we're. You said I, the I season's like gonna, over or something to the effect. I don't feel like we're going to finish the season. I think he's kind of saying they're not going to win the Super Bowl. 
but no, we'll leave it here. No, he's saying they're he, missing the playoffs. Get us to break before said. I get out of That's here. Shark floor coatings, get your estimates. <laughs> yes. What's the standings can, in the five pack? By the way, you can still get your you can still oh. get your floor. What are we? What are the standings in the standings. five packs? We have Jeff these? at plus five. Okay. We have myself at plus two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we have Dan at minus three. Ooh. Okay. Three weeks left. Five three back. weeks left. I need a good week five desperately. I'm swearing off of college football, by the way. I can make sen- no I sense of all this. I also heard you're out the next two Fridays, but you've got plans. Can we do two phone calls on the same? Yes, we, we have, have the technology. Oh, yeah. technology to do that? Yeah, yes. no problem. All right, I just want to make sure I don't get bumped. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, one be call comes that'd in, and I don't get that'd out. I'm like, good. whoa, whoa, whoa. Then we can do Where's that. Where's Cat? Over. Dan would be in favor e. of that. Dan's chasing you first, so he would be in favor of that. I'm FaceTiming you. Yeah. Every, every technology I have, screw it, I'm coming here. He's run, running down. A, hey, who's that kitchen. running down Southside Boulevard? <laughs> I got the picks. I'm driving here. All right, this is the drill. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. Um, I do have a, I do have a speed trap alert in play on the Buckman. That's brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. So keep those speeds down if you're uh, out that way. Back with more next. Since 2014, only one official home builder of the Jacks. That's Dreamfinders Homes. Jeff, let me ask you this question as we look around the NFL, specifically the AFC and how it pertains to our Jacksonville Jaguars. Which team not named Baltimore or Kansas City could make a run to the Super Bowl in the AFC? What team do you think has the tools that they could look up in six weeks and be in Las Vegas? I, 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 I'm, I'm going to say this. and pe- Okay, you're asking me, like, possibility. You're not asking me probability. Yeah. I really – I. I'm going to honestly say this, and Mm -hmm. it might sound far-fetched. I'm going to include a team that's not even in the postseason if they began today. Okay. But in the AFC, Mm -hmm. I believe the following teams could be in the Super Bowl. Okay. Baltimore. Yep. Miami. Okay. The Chiefs. Okay. The Bengals. Okay. The Bills. Yeah. I really do. I think that any of those teams – I, I'll leave out the Browns. I just don't think yeah. that ultimately they've got enough offense. I, the Bengals, though, are getting quarterback play that is on par with what Joe Burrow was giving them. Now, can that last? I don't know. But right now, mm-hmm. I'm going with the hot teams. The Bengals and Bills in particular have gone on their little three, four-game win streaks. They've gotten back in it, and they're playing really, really good football. I do not think that the Jaguars can go to the Super Bowl anymore. I don't think so. I would have included them in that group. I do not think that they're going to beat two or three of those teams to make it. Tony Baselli, who does the hit segment, Breakfast with Baselli. Heard of him. Love him. I love the big fella. Made a great point about a month ago. Okay. He's made a bunch of them. And I agree with him. That's why it's a great point. It's <laughs> <laughs> Just short of claiming it as your own. Yeah. <laughs> Their inability to run the football will cost them in January. Yeah. And it is. It's costing them before January. They cannot run the football. Yeah. And, and... It's just. Would you take issue with any of those? Would you scratch any of those off and say no way? Only the probably the Bengals because yeah. I, it's, I don't it's, believe in the kid. Yeah, He's played Jake well. Browning. Yeah, it's three games in a row now. I know. Though. Three games in a row of like he got it, a little. He had the the football gods. Little G smiled on him a little bit on the last one though. Yeah. I. I yeah. But. That's but game, that too. was tough a team. team that had really good defensive play, yeah. and he managed to find a lot of yeah, points. He did so. I'm not 100%. I just, if I had to eliminate one, I'm, but it's so funny, man. If teams win, 
one of them boys could be left out. The Jags, to me, look a lot more, and they did not early. I right. thought early in the year the Jags looked more like the Ravens and the Chiefs and the Bills. Mm-hmm. And now I think they look more like the Texans and the Colts. I don't see a big difference right now as constructed injuries included where the Jaguars are any better than the Colts and the Texans. Thankfully, they're 3-1 and one in those four games. We are in 20-plus communities in the best locations in Northeast Florida. DreamFinders Homes is everywhere you want to live. In the NFC, you can't imagine somebody not named San Francisco, Dallas, or Philly getting in, although Philly is reeling right now. Is there? Is, does Detroit have a chance? I tell you, the I t- it, it's, you know, perspective and criticism are a funny thing in sports. Mm-hmm. And some people get, it unf- get criticism unfairly. Others probably aren't criticized enough unfairly mm-hmm. and every rare moon that can be the same guy. Mm-hmm. I think Jalen Hurts spent a lot of his college career unfairly criticized. Mm-hmm. Right now, he is not being fairly criticized for the <laughs> poor play yeah. that he is offering. Now, he's hurt, yeah, but he is offering. That hasn't been great. He's been beyond not great. He's mm-hmm. got a passer rating under 90. Mm-hmm. And it's not played well. He's turned the ball. The most turnovers in the NFL. It's just amazing to me that, that the same things that have people jumping ship on Trevor, Jalen Hurts is doing right now, and yet is still considered to be the a quarterback that could get you to the Super Bowl. I have one more AFC question. I don't know if we said this they yesterday. They call me the AFC answer, Analyst, answer man. Joe Gibbs, like. I uh, used to be. And E, I want to include you in this. I don't, because I asked you about this, but I think it was off air yesterday. Did we talk about the Steelers on air? No. Uh, maybe. Possibly. <laughs> Nobody knows. Mm. But I'll mention it one more time. It just doesn't feel right to me with Tomlin this time around that he's putting up with this nonsense from Pickens and Deontay Johnson. Yeah, you we said talked about the, that off air a little you bit. You said leave Deontay Johnson alone because he's your he's been scoring <laughs> yeah. for you fantasy-wise. But those two JAs take plays off and look at balls on the ground and don't block. I it is it's embarrassing, and it's certainly not the Steeler way. And yet, they—he seems to have put up with it. And they're seven and seven. They're reeling. They were seven and four and had three easy games. In quotes, because nothing is easy in the NFL, and had three easy games and, and should at very least be nine and five. And now they're seven and seven. And now they got the Bengals uh, on Saturday. And then they got at Seattle, and then they got at the Ravens. They're not making the playoffs. He might not have a winning record for the first time in his career. And I think he might not be the coach of the Steelers next year, more so because of How many years George Pickens now? and Deontay Johnson. How much has been now? 17 years he's been there. Oh, that's our cue. we got to go to break and come back on the other side. It is 904. Does anyone agree with me on that or no? I, no, um, I think I'll be back. Yeah, me too. No, I think I'll be back. Um, Do you they, think he they, wants they, to be back? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he wants to keep okay. coaching, sure. Well, I think he gets snapped up by somebody else. Nah, I, I think, think he's, he's fed up. Nah, I don't think so. He's a stealer through and through. All I right. think he'll stay there. Well, he's I feel lucky sorry to have for the, He's lucky to have he Look, even Jeff Fisher eventually got it. He's lucky to have his job, Dan. I'm a Steeler friend. You know the last time the Steelers were in the playoffs? It's been a while. The year the Four years. The Jags? 17th? Or after that? Bless you. We got a sneeze fit here. They've had one since then, but it's been four years since they've been to the playoffs. You know the last time the Steelers won a playoff game? How many years? How many years? Seven years ago. Mm, That's not the Pittsburgh way. No. So, yeah, nine and eight. I mean, that's great for your little record. The same thing Jeff Fisher did at Tennessee until it got old. 
Get off the sidelines, Jags fans, and into the game. Let DreamFinders help you navigate your home purchase. Visit DreamFindersHomes.com for all your move-in ready homes and step up your game. All right, and we do have right now, apparently, um, if you're out in your sleigh this morning, be careful. There's a backup on 95. Bad crash just south of 210. And it is backed up all the way to the Beltway if you're going I-95 South. So if that's part of your travel routine, the good thing about Jack's a lot of different ways to get from A to B, you might need to pick a different way. We're back with more on a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Gookin Nation. It's another hour with Duval's Big Dogs of Sports Media. Dan Hicken. Yes, Jeff Prosser. Blah, blah, freaking blah. And E to the T. E is the GOAT producer. All right, we're back here on the drill on a Thursday morning, brought to you by Custom Tree Surgeons. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone out there. Enjoy your families and stay safe here these next few days um, for sure. Got a great offer for you as we welcome you back with today's Pest of the Day. I got a great offer here now through the end of the month. So you still got over a week to contact my friends over at Mission Pest Solutions. You're going to get your initial pest uh, treatment for free. It's $250 value. Just tell them that you heard it here on 1010XL. 944-PEST, easy number to remember, and one that when you call, you will speak directly with the owners. It's that kind of business, veteran and locally owned and operated. Find out what Mission Pest Solutions can do to you. Keep your place all pest-free through the cold months of winter to the hot months of summer. Mission Pest Solutions has all the right answers. So call 944-PEST. Get that first pest service for free, $250 value. Just for listening to 1010 i I'll make sure that you told them you heard it here first. I'm so over awards, man. I like and, an award. I wish and, somebody and would I, give me an award. And I, and I don't mean this to in any way detract okay. from the guy who won it, but I just I don't understand anymore. Um, Shohei Otani is a fantastic baseball player. He is. He's not the AP male athlete of the year for the second year in a row. No, he's not. Who? Otani. Oh, okay. I'm not tired of Otani, the butter on Otani's bread. Man's a good player. I'm, God, good gracious, man. He's not doing... Listen, he's great because he does two things great, but he doesn't do either one better than the best in baseball. You got to be better and better and better. This is not a year where Shohei Otani should have been the AP Athlete of the Year. You know who it should have been? Who? With all due respect, mm-hmm. they had a World Cup and Messi beat Mbappe in the World Mbappe. Cup final. Messi should have been the AP Athlete of the Year. Not to mention then the bounce effect that he had in MLS. The World Cup, whether or not we like it, agree with it, is the most popular, most watched. Sp- sporting event in the world. He is one of the biggest I, names in the world. I don't even know you anymore. Yeah, well, I'm just here to tell you. I, I don't I'll give you another you. one. Novak Djokovic, much more impressive than Shohei Otani. First off, how num- about number one? How about Nikola Jokic? Maybe he could be. I'm going to allow this because it's your pest of the day, so Thank I'm just you. not going to say anything. But okay, this good. is the most ridiculous pest of the day I've ever heard. I like it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Otani. Yeah, he's the. To say Shohei Otani is not... He's not the... He's the greatest baseball player of all time. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. You you recency bias guys. I man, am not. Something else. The guy hit 300. I am not. Yeah, he hit 300. My gosh. He hit 300. The guy does things that no one has ever done because in the he, game. Because he is very, very 
um, well-rounded. He has the rare ability to be able to pitch and to hit, which he will do for a small glimpse of his career, which when he is done, will pale in comparison to baseball's true greatest player ever, Babe Ruth, who did what Shohei's doing 10 times better. Actually, you're wrong. Okay. You're way wrong. No, I'm not. Shohei Otani has outshined Babe Ruth as a pitcher by a hundredfold. How do you figure? I could give you a thousand stats. How do you figure? How do I figure? Yeah, tell me look what at, they are. Look at the numbers of Babe Ruth pitching. I'm, Find this, a season where I, Babe Ruth struck out as, as many people as he had hits. Or there's all kinds of numbers that will come your way. Babe Ruth was not a pitcher for a lengthy period of time. No, either. he wasn't. No, he wasn't. I, I mean, look, I guess you can sometimes you can get misled by what you've seen, you know, uh, against maybe your Babe own Ruth team. Babe Ruth was a better hitter than Shohei Otani, but Shohei Otani is... is Honestly, he's the greatest baseball player of all yeah, time. Yeah, well, Dan, then how come they haven't even so much as been to the playoffs? Well, Where's this greatness Baseball's been? a team game. Tell me another greatest player of all time that never went to the playoffs. Tell Murph, me one. Murph, I hope you're not listening to this, huh? Murph. <laughs> Tell me one. Murph, I'm sorry, Murph. I don't know what's happened to him. Tell me one huh? greatest player ever that didn't go to the playoffs. It's been seven years, by the way. Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. That's yeah. not the same thing. He went to the playoffs. So the award he got was... The the AP Male Athlete of the Year for playing silly Major League Baseball for a losing team, in which case you got shut down before the year was over. Was there ever another baseball player that won Male Athlete of the Year? Uh, uh, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. But that's a good question. I don't know, man. I got to side with Dan on this one, man. You can. You're fair, too. He's the... He's considered the greatest of all time. Like, he, by he by you dumped, two, he, not by me. I count. But you're wrong. It's okay. <laughs> you're giving a guy who's been in Major League Baseball seven years credence over Babe Ruth. Shame on you. I don't know you anymore. Seven years. Well, well, I we, don't know you anymore. <laughs> we had to, I don't. He, he's the, the he, Sultan of SWAT. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Better that, than Babe Ruth? But we, we, right. Come on. I don't know if he's better than Babe, but we said he's the current. He's, the he's not better than Hank Aaron. No, he's not. I don't know about that. Well, I don't you know. know. No, they say okay. he's the LeBron. He's the LeBron of baseball right now. Right? Babe is Jordan. He's LeBron. No, we us? say that on this show in ETN one day. That's not like the, <laughs> the end all be all. <laughs> so, again, my pest of the day, Shohei being honored as the top male athlete in the world. It's not an indictment on Shohei, a baseball player. He's obviously a very good baseball player. Mm-hmm. Right. I get, I just. To me, it's just a little bit unfair. Uh, Babe Ruth had a year as a pitcher, 23-12 and 12 with a 175. So I don't know what numbers we're using to pick and choose and define, but if you can find me Shohei with 23 wins and a 175, I will lay it down. Ruth had one true two-way season in 1919. I don't care. 1919. One true two-way Don't season. care about two-way in a year. It's so overrated. How many wins did Shohei have on the mound this year? How many wins? It's a different game now. You know that. A different game. I'm saying to you that sh- and he shouldn't way, be playing two ways. Shouldn't be playing two ways. It's Ruth a mistake. And Otani. He shouldn't be playing two ways. Yeah, he shouldn't be playing two ways. It's not worth it. It's not worth the injury. I don't know why you turned against Shohei. I'm so. not turning on Shohei. I'm just not gonna like like put him at the top of Mount Rushmore. I mean, I I and I'm not doing it for a bit. If you ask me, could I have Shohei Otani in his prime or Barry Bonds in his prime on my team, I'm taking Bonds. Well, I am. You ask me and, how many and did he win? Yeah, doesn't about twenty eight less than Shohei in his career. <laughs> Pest of the day is brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Sorry, Mission. Yeah, veteran and locally owned and operator <laughs> called nine four four Pest. I mean, messy.
Are you talking to Carlos? Dude, What's going on? Messi here? won the World Cup. He was <laughs> the, the MVP. Hell? He scored goals in the final. That's I mean, a good one too, though. Yeah, right? it's, of course one, it is. It is, though. Uh, Djokovic won three uh, Grand Slam events this year, and probably the fourth they wouldn't let him play because of COVID. You know, U.S. kept COVID standards for like 18 years. I'll accept Joker a little bit more than I'll accept Messi. Uh, they are just uh, the, uh-huh, the, the, uh-huh. the lack of like uh-huh. world awareness is, Messi, is sick. Uh, is yes. Messi the greatest soccer player in the world right now? Yes. Yeah. He's up Still. there. No, it's Mbappe, so, but he's up there, he won the. That's not what the boys tell me. That's not what the boys tell me. Um, FSU, let me get this here real quick. Is having a virtual meeting with the board of trustees again today, um, 10 a.m. The meeting agenda will be published. Uh, public comment. Uh, um, it's expected that they will continue to discuss conference situation, future Here's conference the problem. situation. I don't know why I, they th- keep doing this. There's publicly. nowhere to go. They right. Have, they're pro- they have a prohibitive buyout. So I don't know. You're going to leave the ACC for the Big 12? Is that a, is that a, is that a upgrade? No. Right. The SEC and Big 10 are not going to pay your exit fee. They're, they're, everyone's glad you had a nice little season there. So, Brett McMurphy says, Board of Trustees under- meeting on Friday to discuss athletics future. This is school's first step in FSU's attempt to eventually leave the ACC. I just don't know why they just, why, I mean, like you said, A, where are they going? B, why they do this publicly? So, well, just wait till you have an, till everybody, do it the way everybody else does it. Yeah. Why do you want to call your, <sighs> ACC already has Cal, Stanford, and SMU, so they'll have their full speed. And then if FSU leaves, they leave. I don't know. I just no. I don't. I, maybe listen, I'm wrong. They're, I don't, I don't, they're not I, doing themselves or their fan base any favor. I feel like this is like posturing publicly. Oh, look what we're gonna do. You should have had a better relationship with your conference before. You should have never go in public. Like mm-hmm. I think you've said this. Yes. With your disagreements, and then maybe you got the support in that room you needed because of that. The cowardice of of the committee. They weren't gonna. Do what even they thought. Like, like, just as an aside, I know we keep mentioning it, but if we survey the committee and then we ask them, is Georgia one of the best four in the league? Are they, are they going to tell us no? Would anyone tell you no? If you ask someone an honest question, is Georgia one of the four best college football teams this year? Absolutely. Is there any argument that someone would say no, no, they're not? A Georgia hater. Be hard That's to make it. that right. Argument. And so these are the committee, these are the best and brightest and the smartest in college. Never mind FSU, there's other, you know, issues. Let me ask you a question. Mm hmm. If you were on the committee, yeah, who would have your four been? I would have, to be honest with you, and they would have gotten mad, but I right. would have gone with, you know, I would have put, I would have put Washington and Michigan, I would have put Washington and Michigan through more of a ringer than I did. I don't care who are your four. Those three in Bama. Who's the third? The three undefeated who won their conference. Who should be? And you would have took Bama over Texas. Over Texas, because I think they're better. And let me tell you what would have happened. I don't care. I, I, I would, I would just stand like, by my just decision. Like they don't care. You verbally attacking them, calling them all sorts of, course, of names yeah. over and over again, like they're idiots. They're not idiots. Everybody has a point. There's six teams that were good. Those, yeah, four had to get in, yeah. and whoever didn't get in was going to be ticked. And that's I, fair. I get it. We are. But, we, ha- we have this argument. And I don't understand why you you can't <laughs> grasp it. That they had one team number number four and a number team number seven, yeah. and they moved one up four spots for winning and one down two. If you don't see what happened there, yeah. them protecting themselves because they pigeonholed themselves uh-huh. into uh-huh. this fact. Yeah. They needed Georgia to win. They have no issues. But they pigeonholed themselves into saying Alabama's got to okay, get in. in your deal, how much did you just move Bama up? <clears throat> Bama how, was how too low to begin with. Up? They, well, beat the they, no, they beat the number one team in the country. Okay, but how many spots different. did you just move them up? 
And I, I moved them up and you just four moved, spots. And how many spots did you just move Georgia down? I moved them down past the team that beat them last week. Yeah. But Texas, you're not putting in. Again, the Houston Texans beat the Jaguars here by 20. It's not college. It's NFL and college. Same thing. You're talking about good teams. You're talking about people being out. You're talking about quarterbacks getting better. You know what? Uh-huh. Can I, and I get like hype. I love these. I like you people. I yeah. love the hypothetical arguments that are used against me. Right? What do you mean? Like the hype, just hypothetical. Like my opinion, my my opinion gets gets attacked like from a hypothetical. Here's hoping, by the way, uh-huh. to all you head to heads. Yeah. Here's hoping Texas and Bama meet in the final. That'd be great. Well, it's impossible. Well, they shouldn't play it uh-huh. because Texas is better. So okay. that's my first point. Okay. And secondly, there's no way Alabama could win because so, they lost head to head. So if Texas beats Alabama <clears throat> in the final, then they're then right. You're, you're going to back down on it. 100. percent I was wrong. Okay. Yeah, I was wrong if Texas beats Alabama. Okay. Now. More than anything, you're going to come out and say, announce that you were well, wrong. I'm not going to have a big production. Apologize but yeah. for all the names. Right, well, no, it. no, there's still the cow. The way they did the poll isn't fair. It was their poll all along. They uh-huh, never. Uh-huh. Here's why, and I guess that point won't be accepted. My biggest point is this: they never believed FSU was number four when they put out the final poll. Yeah, move them to six then if you have any stones. But they don't want to answer the questions, Dan. Yeah, they can give their final poll and head for the hills, go hang out in Cashers for the weekend. Well, didn't the boys sit there and answer? Didn't Boo answer all the no, questions? No, Boo's a da, Boo. 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 Speaking of boo, Joe, you is on the All Pro Roofing Hotline. Good morning, you. Hey, top of the morning, boys. Merry Christmas to you and your Merry family. Merry Christmas, Joe. <laughs> hey, with the with this FSU, this is in the position they're in now by all this bad talk about leave. You ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Shut up. So, mm-hmm. but here's here's an argument for them, though. However, I don't think that they may yet be in it. We keep saying it's about the best teams and the best teams. If it's really about the best teams, I would suppose I would make the the argument that. Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Oregon are the four best teams. Okay. But they lost. You know, they lost the teams. But every time Oregon played Washington, they're favored by them. They're probably still favored by them. The book. <laughs> but you play you play the games on the on the field. So if you're undefeated, you should be in the championship. It's Joe, the power you, five undefeated team. Can I shift gears and right. ask you a question real quick? Absolutely. And I mean this. I, and look, I'm going to ask you this question. Because I, I knew Turbo was injured. Everybody should have saw that, bro. Let me ask you. Let, let me ask you this question. Oh no, no, no! It's not about that. It's not about that. And that was oh, a good okay. point you had. And I gave you credit I'm for the only that. Person that saw that. I gave you That's credit so for that much. this week. But go ahead, shoot. I'm and I mean, you. and I kind of, I, I mean this, and so, and and I really am curious about your answer. And and the answer may be the brand is bigger than I expected. But if I'm a high school kid, why in the hell am I going to Miami? The brand, like you said, the brand. You're not. There's nowhere you're gonna go like that. That there is a. I mean, but Joe, like you, Joe, you. Source of, okay. You're not playing in front of. And I know. I, you know why? Because when it's good, ask ask that Notre Dame game. Yeah. Even Feinbaum can't even lie and say how great and electric that atmosphere. When was, was that man. game, Joe? You. That was five years ago. Joe, you. Was, you know, when, we've been. In, you've been in the abyss longer than we have. Yeah, but but we ain't been four and eight. You know what I mean? We, uh, uh, even, uh, August thirty first is coming. You so yeah, you, if you're a player, in, I, in no, Mario, I get, I get Mario that. Mario built things inside yeah. out. Yeah, I, it's coming, man. Mario's a good, Mario 
can recruit. I you mean, can't coach. That's the, the problem. Been, you can't take a coach. knee. You got to take a knee, Joe. There. You can't coach. If you're too there. dumb to take a knee and you give a game, game away, you're, no, you're screwed. I, I, you're screwed forever, Joe. You'll I, never, I you'll never get to your ceiling because you have a coach who, for the second time in his career, ran the ball instead of taking a knee. It's impossible. But the oh, thing dear. was, we was robbed, bro. We, the dude was down. <laughs> All right, you I got to well, yeah, go. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Joe. Let's go to break. Come back on the other side. Got some tree surgeons Thursday on the drill. Yes, this jam will never get old. Never. All right, um, we'll see what's trending. Bruno hasn't trended in a while. We need a new Bruno song, don't we? Bruno, it's what are you doing? Oh, yeah, Although, do we get to the point with Bruno where all the new songs seem to sound a lot like the other songs and we just eventually lose interest a little bit? That happened with Bruno, maybe? No, no, no. I think Bruno makes timeless music. So. I think also what happens with Bruno, it's all about the collab, man. You know, right? They're with somebody all the time. A lot of those. Yeah, he, he do got some collabs for sure. I think that's all he's got right now. I don't know if he's put out yeah, anything. Do, no, they, he don't got do no cats still right put now. out, quote, albums? Do they put a bunch of songs out at once, or <laughs> we just drop in songs here or yeah, there? right. You just drop in Yeah, here, you do, right? Features yeah. here and there. Back in the old days, heck, we'd actually get a vinyl album. Remember that? Mm, crazy. I love vinyl. That's sticking up to your ear. Hope you could hear something. Mm, so good. Yeah. Let's see what's trending, shall we? Let's Brought to you by it. Pet Paradise. Uh, gang, listen. Uh, I don't know if it's too late to get you squared away for the weekend. Hopefully it's not. But if you put it off and have forgotten, oh, my gosh, the pet. What are we going to do with the pet? You're sitting at a pet paradise where it'll be a very merry Christmas. For all your holiday needs, by the way, open 24-7. Drop off and uh, drop off and pick up at the airport location. Uh, they have long-term boarding, overnight boarding, and any and everything you need at Pet Paradise. Locations all over town, all over the southeast for that matter. Uh, they got a great promotion right now that you can uh, take home a, a a dog in need, uh, give it a forever home, and they're going to hook you up with some obedience training and some uh, wellness and all that good stuff as well. So let's see what's true. Take it away. Number five. Well, you listen here, brother. Okay. Yeah, that's the Hulkster right there. Yeah. The Hulkster's in the news. Big day. Yeah, big day. The Hulkster at the age of 70. Him and his lovely wife got baptized. They found the Lord. Shout they out. Found. Shout out, Hulkster. Never too late. Clap it up for Hulkster. <laughs> Number four. Jeopardy's host Ken Jennings and uh, Miam Bielik. Yeah, Bielik. Bielik. I saw this. I, th- I saw. I know they fired her. Is there it's, bad blood? Uh, they yeah. announced the salaries. Yeah, they fired her like, boom, you fired. Okay. They make some cash money, bro. What are the salaries? What do you think they are? Yeah, what do you think they make? Is it per episode? No, no per, per year. year. I'd say $20 million. Oh, that's oh, up no, there. No, no, yeah, that's up there. $4 million. Four, four M's. That's a lot of work, that's dude. It's on every day, dude. Bro, they tape mm-hmm. you know how much five they shows it, in a day. You know what an episode fetches out there on the open market, though? Uh, bro. Five shows a day sucks, bro. I'd rather work one show a day for five days. I'd do it Not me. $4 million. Yeah. I would do I'd it. work. Give me. Th- we just did three weeks of work in three days. Uh, uh, yeah. I've I'll done, s- five, I'll see I've in done a month. five in a day, and, it's, and I've done... 17 hour days doing other stuff. I five in a day every day is no fun. Yeah, trust me. It's the same thing, bro. You can laugh all you want, but you can go run a mile and a marathoner can run a mile. A mile's uh-huh. a freaking mile. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taping them all. Probably a lot easier for those guys. Probably a little help. Number three. Oh, those Gen Zers. Gen Zers, I love them. Oh, Gen Zers. It's a survey is out there said about 86% of Gen Zers experience overwhelming sense of anxiety. Aww. Towards? You guys when, need a hug? Towards life, bro. When they re- can't deal with life. <laughs> hey, when reading 
a menu in a restaurant. Oh my. See? Uh-huh. Honestly, they get anxious. That's reading. not fair. I have yeah. anxiety because I can't see the menu. Well, I, I think with them it's because they're so used to doing it on Bro, the phone. The Gen Zers have somehow managed to come along and make the millennials look like the greatest generation. Oh, no. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Gen Z has come along and they've made the millennials look strong and fortified. It's our fault. These Gen Zers are softer than Kleenex, brah. It's our fault. We <laughs> raised them. We raised them. We did. We did. Number Y'all are two. in big trouble, by the way. Life ain't going to stop and change the whole oh, world yeah. for you, you soft little sissies who you don't get to make as much as the CEO right out of college. I saw one of these these crybabies. They did a little thread on YouTube, these TikTokers, uh-huh. these 20-somethings that can't find their you know dream job uh-huh. and can't work more than 30 hours a week and have to work from home. I mean, they come in, they put parameters on their employer E. Yeah. Oh, Jenna Z. Z is for Zoth. Hey, they come in. <laughs> yeah. Z is they'll, for Zoth. They'll come in and put the parameters on, on their so bosses. They're so weak, man. This, and they're the, entitled little smart asses, uh-huh. right? They have no respect for, like, <laughs> right. the authority. It's the goal authority. of Yeah, they're, oh, they're terrible, dude. And yeah. it's going to be so miserable for them yeah. because it doesn't work that way. You can be, you're, you can have the smart ass line of the day and not the job. So, I don't know how far your, you know, food stamps are going to take you. Enjoy them. Shout out my nephew here, Gen Z. Gen Zoft, baby. Gen Zoft. <laughs> Number two. Hey, gentlemen, y'all ever heard of uh, NBA Youngboy? Youngboy, I love Youngboy. He's uh, related to Little little Boy. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> but he did a, a gesture that I like. Okay. Around Christmas time is, you know, the time of giving. Mm-hmm. And um, Youngboy, he he did a, a cool gesture. He was, I don't know what he was doing at Target. It was kind of weird. But he was at a Target. And he saw a family. Okay. It was a mom, dad, and a daughter. And he just like something made him just hop out the car and hand them a wad of cash. And his reason for that, he was like, man, y'all just look happy. And I just felt like doing, y'all just made my heart happy. I just wanted to do Well, he walked up to one of those face tats. They thought they were about to go to the morgue. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, appearances but they, can be deceiving, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, but the young dad, boy comes up on you. I don't know, man. <laughs> but the dad knew who young boy was. But okay, good. It was, just, it was an awesome gesture. That is awesome. You know, yeah, that is. How, did, we don't know the amount. It, was, just a, it was a couple stacks. Stacks and racks. A bunch of hundreds. So, yeah, 10 grand probably? Uh, probably. Yeah, uh, good for him. Man. Yeah, good for, good. for young boy because – you know, a lot, of, a lot of times when he's in the news, it's not for good reason. Young boy's up to like 24. How old do you got to be till you're no longer young boy? You just become old Right. Boy. And young boy. I like young boy. I like the good news. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm annoyed with Blueface. Oh, no. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't endorse Why, blue, a lot of things. Uh, I don't want to get into blue it. Blueface, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, young boy, congrats. That's uh, good. Good to hear. And young boys, uh, I guess Cheetah might be chasing young boy. Young boy, I want to say, has uh, oh, no. ten, 10 babies, oh, 9 no. BMs. Oh, dear. Oh Dang it, young boy. Number one. Oh, yes. Number one. This one is especially for you, too. Okay. The Florida Gators. Yes. Sign the top-ranked player. Yes. In the nation. Let's get excited. DJ Money Lagway. Thank you, Shout e. out them Gators. Thank you, E. I'm going to get Gritty a little number two jersey when Lagway becomes a superstar uh, in the orange and blue. Gritty likes five. Yeah, that's his number. He like five. Well, he's gonna wear number two because it's gonna be Lagway. He's gonna be his new favorite player. Lamar can go GTH. How about that? I don't know about that. Lamar's yeah. gonna always be in his heart. Well, you just wait. <laughs> you just wait and watch Lagway grow. All right. Uh, that's what's trending. Well next done. Lamar. You heard it here. Gators <laughs> win recruiting. They <laughs> won national signing. All right. Uh, let's make the turn for home. But speaking of Gators, by the way, shout out to my man in Orlando who took his uh, trash can. 
had a gator in his uh, driveway. Took a his real da- gator? Real gator. Okay. Took his, da- took his dadgum trash can, put it on its side, pushed the trash can towards the gator. The gator got put the gator, kind of walked into the trash can. His that might be tails- an old clip. I don't care. But his tail's impressive. flapping around. It's impressive. He closes the trash can, lifts it up, and then he has the nice decency to Close take it. the trash can down to the pond and let him loose. <laughs> oh, no. Like he's just yes, caught. He did. I like he, did that. Like bagged that gator. Like my man's caught a honeybee in a jar. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. And it was a pretty nice-sized gator, too. It was a good size. Yeah. He, had to, I, I, he had to fight to lift that trash oh, can yeah. up. It was, a, it was a mad gator, too. I, I got people that will recoil if a lizard jumps toward it. Imagine <laughs> that. This guy. That's what's trending. It's uh, brought to you by Pet Paradise. Uh, don't forget, pick up and drop off at the airport location for those long-term boarding needs 24-7 out that way. Uh, you need to make your uh, reservation, so if you're too late for this particular holiday, and you may not be, there are locations all around town, and you know New Year's is coming, and on around through the year, don't don't forget summertime for that matter. All right, we're back to put a wrap on it. Shushi, the Jaguars today next. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the rubber on the road with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Hey, uh, hey Tony. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> What's cooking today? Uh, we'll have breakfast bowl. Week. Oh, you had to buy. That's two in a row. I mean, it's some sort of streak. This is yeah. like the Jags. Don't make yeah. it three. Yeah, yeah, I've I've lost the lead. Dempsey has overtaken me oh, for the season disaster. lead this last happened. week as well. So uh, uh-huh, gotta uh-huh. have we gotta bounce back over the last three weeks. Who do you who do you uh, who do you blame for your disastrous performance this week? Who screwed you? Oh, Bijan. Bijan. Easy. Yeah. Easy. He's, not, he's kind of like, he's never he disappeared. Going. Yeah. He never yeah, never had the. I don't need all that much from a guy who's playing the worst team and worst run defense in the league. Yeah. Point it, four doesn't get it done. Ooh. Point four. That's what Bijan had. Wow. Last week. What did yeah. he have? He have a turnover or two. He had or? a fumble, and Algier was the guy that they gave the ball to. Oh god, he didn't get much either. Yeah. I have him on my apparently, fantasy bench. And you he didn't... don't want Bijan in the rain. He's not a mutter. Uh, okay. Just make him. Uh, and apparently, again, oh, oh. by the way, Bijan. For all of you. I don't know, 17-year-old running backs out there, blame Bijan. That's it on taking you jokers in the top 10. We're done. We're done, man. <laughs> done. Can't do it. I find a guy, I'll go get Kyron Williams in round five somewhere. Sure. You know? Yeah. And we got a couple of different questions of the day out there on the show today as All well. Right. With three games to go in the regular season, how do you think things end up for the Jaguars? Your options in that poll, AFC South champs. They earn a wild card berth or miss the playoffs. And then our bonus question of the day, what is your confidence level against the Bucks this week if C.J. Beathard starts at quarterback for the Jaguars? <sighs> your options, Jags win no matter what. Still think the Jags win. Bucks the clear favorite. Jags have no chance. Oh, boy. I'll go still think, but again, this could just be my – season-long faith in the squad more than how I feel about what they're doing right this second. I still got to believe that they can win a middleweight fight, man, that has to matter. It matters. Got urgency for the first time since the second half in the Kansas City playoff game. Real, like, season is on the line urgency. We'll see. They've responded well last year. This year, not so much, right? The big challenges, Hick. The big game, important, prime timers, good teams. They've laid down every all four times. Jeez. Well, they had the... <clears throat> well, they lost the back-to-back games against Houston and Kansas City early in the year, mm-hmm. and I thought having to go to London and not deal with the home 
noise, mm-hmm. right, that was going on when they were one and two making that trip helped them. Maybe the road trip this week helped maybe. them a little bit. Too. Maybe they've maybe. been good on the road until the Cleveland game, which is also another disappointing thing. You know, especially Cincinnati, Cleveland, both very winnable. Oof. They could yeah. have won both those. Oh, games. if they had won that Cincinnati game, be, yeah, yeah, we'd be fine. Would be different. Yeah, everything yeah. would be fine. So hopefully yeah. they will win the Bucks game, and we can say everything is fine. Yeah. Have a great show. Thank you. All right, E. Now, today's takeaways brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeff? Uh, my takeaways, look, he, he he couldn't be definitive about it, and he's not down there with the team and the staff in the protocol, but it meant something to me when Doc said that based on what he's seeing and where things are, he would think that Trevor Lawrence would play this week. Yeah. Would play. I. I took that away. E? Uh, I got an extreme passion for baseball. Don't challenge me. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nod, nod, wink, wink. You do that 190 uh, one year. Best player ever. I learned that the uh, Jags have the worst stuff rate in the red zone nice. since the 0 and 16 Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. in 2017. That's, is that not good? I don't think Should that's Should we be good. better than that? Yeah. That'll do it. Too. Merry Christmas, everyone. I'll be off tomorrow, but I uh, hope you enjoy your family and your Sorry, holiday. What? Yeah, you heard me. Go Jags. See you bright and early tomorrow. This is when this joker finds out when the show really starts, E. E. Huh? Welcome e. to the club. I'm like the Grinch who stole the 6 o'clock hours, what I am. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Up and at him, Chief. E, uh, for the 12th <laughs> time in a row, here's Late. my Christmas wish. Stands on his way. <laughs>